transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor Girl, I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying Rice. What's the cost? Speed of balls, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin guitars. Got the kind of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. One, two, four, two, four, three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistakes about it. I've done this a long time. I'm trying to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, hell yeah. yeah. Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Real good flavor. On these things, the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Be true to yourself and see if if, if Uh, some shit changes for the the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. I said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. Nah, Jamal's boxing now, dog. Jamal's boxing. What up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here on the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later pod. I just got a package in the mail. And, uh, you know, it's... uh, Canada dips. Canada dips dropped in, man. Look at this. They sent me all this fine Canada dips camo hat. They sent me some uh, Canada dips. I popped one in my mouth. Shit, Lucy, I popped one in. It ain't like no dip, but you know. Hey, the hat ain't bad. I don't like wearing hats. I don't wear hats. They don't fit me right. My head is fucked up. But uh, this one kind of fits it all right, you know? It kind of fits it all right, Lucy. I don't know. It might bring, might bring sexy back. I might be bringing sexy back with the can of dips. I got to shave, though. I ain't shaved in a minute. But it is what it is. I got all these different can of dips. I got mango, mint, wintergreen, fucking spice. I got it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Head on over to can of dips. Get you 20% off using Coach JB as the promo code. And uh, tell him I sent you. Hey, man, we here. We here on this work boot Wednesday, hard hat Wednesday. Work boot, hard hats. Put them on. Strap them up. We about to get it cracking. Um, Jamal Scott, former Last Chance You star running back. Him and Rakeem shared a lot of time. You saw Rakeem talk about him on this show uh, last month. Um he is going to join us here at the 1.30 hour. So make sure you head on over and make sure you're here. Everybody on TikTok, come on over to YouTube. And uh, you can come ask Jamal a question or so. So, man, I got the can of dips in. Proud new sponsor of the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later show. So I appreciate it. Um, and everybody on uh, everybody on. TikTok, come on over. Even my dick riders. I'll holla at you guys. Peace. Um, so, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. We're here on the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later Work Boot Wednesday. I'm here to get you over the hump. Uh, this proud sponsor of today's show is betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. And make sure you bet this weekend on the MMA. Um, baseball's in full swing. And uh, 
even though we're on work boot Wednesday, it's also wilding with Wido Wednesday. So, Wido's in the chat. Let me know when you can call in, Wido, maybe later on, and we'll chalk it up. Um, we'll talk about some questions and uh, get your questions cracking. And uh, I got a few for you. So we'll get into Wido calling in later on in the show in the second or third hour. But uh, Jamal Scott's going to join us in about 30 minutes. Uh, running back star of Last Chance U, along with Raheem Boyd, a couple other guys. So hit the like button, subscribe, become a member of the show today. And uh, make sure you uh, become a new member, man. Uh, growing the channel. Anyway, we're here on this Work Boot Wednesday, and a lot to discuss here, a lot to discuss. Let's get you right to the quote of the day. Uh, I got this can of dips in, man. It's, it's actually, it's, I don't know what it is. It's just like sucking a pouch. I hate pouches, but can of dips is actually making my breath smell good. Shit, I like it. Uh, quote of the day. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Man, some of you guys worry about the fucking past too damn much. Stop looking in the rear view mirror. Stop looking at the rear view mirror. Welcome to Hammerdown! Yeah. <laughs> We're not going that way. My boys from Hammerdown, man, my bad. <laughs> all the boys, all the boys. Um... Nah, can of dips is not dip. It's not dip. It is uh, CBD. It's CBD. But it's actually pretty common, man. It must have something in the motherfucker. Must have something in it. Um, Appreciate everybody joining me, man. Uh, Make sure you take that quote of the day and run with it, man, because a lot of you guys look in the rearview mirror too damn much. Quit looking in the rearview mirror. We ain't going that way. We're not going that way. So... The secret of change is to focus all your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. All right. So, contrary to belief, brought to you by Canadips, Canadips, CBD.com. Get you 20% off using the promo code COACHJB. Proud sponsor of this contrary to belief. Listen, I got to get into some things that I wanted to let you guys know. Member or no member, I will block your ass in this chat. Make sure you're clear on that. I will block your ass. Ask Brian Martinez. I don't give a fuck if you're a member or not. I love y'all, but I'm just telling you, leaders create more leaders, not more fucking followers. Don't say stupid shit and continue to think you're just going to stick in this motherfucker. I don't have time to fucking... What happened about this? What about this? Shut the fuck up. Also, contrary to belief, idiots come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. I wanted you to know that, contrary to belief. And contrary to belief, the worst motherfuckers in the world is the cat who judges you, but yet does the same fucking shit. Don't you hate those motherfuckers? I don't even like using the word hate, but don't you know about those dudes? Don't you hate some of them motherfuckers? Um, 
I mean, I like Ray Lewis, but Ray Lewis wasn't a feared guy. I, I just know because I, I was playing, <laughs> you know, shit. I was playing at that time, and I know I know who was feared during our era, era and who wasn't. So um, that's why. And see, that's the thing about it. A lot of you guys don't understand. I was playing, even though I wasn't playing in the actual games, I was floating around, uh, and I knew everybody in the league. So, Yes, I know who was feared and who wasn't. You know who was more feared than Ray Lewis? Can I just tell you a little secret? A guy that, by the name of Keith Bullock. Keith Bullock was the hardest-hitting guy in the league at that time and was much more feared, <laughs> just so you know. Um, so, anyway, just giving you guys some little tidbits. Um Slap dick of the day, man. It's got to go to. I don't know if you've seen this video, but I got to show you this video. This is the slap dick of the day. He is the parents of this kid um, is the slap dick of the day. And it's unfucking believable what the fuck we're facing every single day. But watch this video. These parents are the slap dicks of the day. Así es, más ah, bueno. es que mira, depende también del clima, depende también de su condición hormonal, de todo su sistema hormonal, ah. que cambia y varía de humedad. Ni Pauli, vente, no, no, no ni no, Pauli, no. 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 No, 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 tranquila, 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 tranquila. No muevan, 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 tranquila, amor mío, tranquila, 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 Hey, don't worry, don't mind me, let's just, just let that motherfucker, uh, bite my baby. You know what I mean? Just let him bite my baby. Holy shit. It's unfucking believable. That's the ignorant shit we face every single day. God damn. That's got to be the slapdick of the day, if not the week, maybe the month of the year. I don't know. Uh, Lucy said, uh, Texas high school football starts Monday. My little man picked up his gear. If my little wide receiver gets hit, I'm turning into the water boy's mom. Lucy, don't be that mom. Don't be that helicopter mom. We just talked about it yesterday. Don't be that helicopter mom. Um, that motherfucking lion almost ate her baby, and they're just like, ah, just relax. It's okay. Um, poll question, man. I got to get you the poll question of the day. Poll question. Would you rather drown to death or burn to death? Very, very fucked up poll question, but I have to know because a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people fear both of those, drowning and burning to death. I don't know which one I'd rather do, man, because uh, drowning, man, is no joke. I'm just going to be honest. Drowning ain't no joke. That's a fucking struggle. That is a fucking anxiety way. You're going to be so anxiety-driven fighting that shit, dog. If you burn, see, drowning, there's no pain. You're just struggling. Burning, you're just going to burn. You're not even going to feel the pain because you're going to be in so much adrenaline. But burning is going to be, I don't know. I think I'd rather burn, man. I don't know. But those are the two worst ways to die, I would say. 
those are the two worst ways to die. I think they're both the, the worst ways to die. Um, uh, all right, ghetto word of the day. Got to get it going. Got to get ghetto word of the day. Hoochie. Hoochie's the word. Hoochie's the word. My girl went through my phone and saw a text and asked me who she is. Hoochie is the ghetto word of the day. Uh, I know you guys combine that, that word. It's crazy that we took a real word that we use, like hoochie, like hoochie mama, and use it for a ghetto term. My girl went through my phone, saw my text, and asked me who she is. Hoochie. Motherfucker, I need a sponsor for hoochie. I need a damn sponsor for hoochie, too. Shit. I need a sponsor for the, for the ghetto word of the day. Candidips is the contrary to belief. Bet online is the quote of the day. Who's going to be the fucking word of the day? New Bluetooth? Eh, Bluetooth's going to be the sponsor for the, uh, you know, guest of the day. Bluetooth's kind of the sponsor for that right now. So, um, Jamal Scott will join us in about 15 minutes. Pet peeve of the day, man. I got a pet peeve for you guys, man, that it's just, I think it's going to resonate with a lot of you guys. If you don't know, you don't know. But leaving the toothpaste fucking, you know how you take, you know how you ever had somebody over? I'm putting the on the bottom. Have you ever had anybody over and they use your toothpaste and they fucking leave the toothpaste on the fucking counter and then the top, they leave it right next to the motherfucker? How about you put the fucking top on my motherfucking toothpaste? You lazy bitch. If you're a female, I'm sorry to call you that. You know, I love calling males bitches, not females. But if you can't put the cap on the toothpaste, you should be castrated. You should be castrated on my streaming channel. Just like the fucking pedophiles and everybody else should be god damn dog put the cap on that motherfucker it ain't that hard shit um would you rather drown or burn to death hell of a way to go out you gotta really think about either one you know i guess drown because you could see the body after uh your loved ones can see the body is what i would say uh, a lot of you, I haven't heard that from anybody in the room, so you're not as smart as me because my topic and my my answer and the reasoning was way better than yours reasoning. <laughs> um, I guess you could see the body, though. So, you know, shit. I guess it's an open casket. If it's burned, if you burn to death, there's really no open casket. You do a lot of fucking, you know, cost your your, your family members a lot more money and shit. I'd rather just drown and get it over with and then see me in the casket. You know what I mean? If they can find it, shit. Nah, that ain't no chew, Joey B. This is just fucking candidate. I don't feel a fucking thing. Um, Let's get into the show, man. Pat sent me a fucking video I can share with you guys. I want to share this video with you. He's over in New Jersey. The Live Golf Tournament starts uh, this Friday, so they're getting some practice rounds in. And uh, he's with the four aces, him, and... Uh, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, um, he's got a good team. He's got a good team. But 
They had dinner with Donald Trump last night, and listen to Pat, man. Pat is a fucking fool. He is an American fucking icon. Listen to Pat as Donald Trump walks in the room. The fucking red tie goes strong. I said, I have to end it now because I have great golfers. <laughs> Anybody that can do that for a living, I respect. This is my guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was great with that. I just announced we're building a wall between Mexico. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, there I be you. Congratulations, you all reach as hell. <laughs> and I said, you know, the ones that don't sign, they're going to be something happening. Maybe, maybe something's going to happen. And they're going to say, why the hell didn't I sign? And they'll get a big thank you. You were very loyal to the PGA. <laughs> I will bring it. Um, classic Pat, you know, classic Pat. I got to get Trump on the pod, man. Shit, blow this motherfucker up. Um. He knows Pat well, man. Him and Pat kind of go way back. Uh, so, uh, pretty funny, man. Pretty funny. Um, Trump said red tie. Rocking that shit. Pat said red tie. But anyway, they're, they're there in New Jersey at the Trump course. They're about to get it going. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Great day to have a great fucking day. Pat's with his wife, lovely Ashley, out there in Jersey, chilling. Um... I woke up this morning fucked up, man. I'll be honest with you. I fucking felt like shit. My back is ass is just fucked up. I've been able, I'm, I'm stiff as a porn dick. I still look better than this bitch. This is how I felt when I woke up. Um, but man, I felt that way. But fuck, you know. But I still look like this. <laughs> a motherfucking Poe, Cameron Poe around this motherfucker. Um. This is a fucked up. Look at this fucking broad. The, the, our world leaders are fucked up. Holy shit, dog. Our our world leaders are absolutely fucked up. Uh, I mean, and then we get idiots out there, man. We got these fucking idiots out here like Whoopi Goldberg. She said Jill Biden should become the surgeon fucking general. She's an amazing doctor. Jill Biden was in fucking education. She was a fucking teacher and an administrator. Whoopi Goldberg, you fucking idiot. Can we just stop talking? Can we stop talking? By the way, Nancy Pelosi, she's on this fucking list that she sold basically almost like $100 million of stock. If you haven't seen this fucking... These lying, cheating fucks that steal from us, but yet we're still paying all these fucking taxes. $7 gas prices. Like, we're just getting so fucked. You know, you know it's an all-time high? You know it's an all-time high? Motherfuckers is bouncing, going to a different country. We got motherfuckers going to Greece, Italy, um, all over Canada. Not a bad idea. It's fucking, you could buy a fucking, like, 20-acre fucking house in Italy for, like, 80 grand. <laughs> So, whoo, shit, it's crazy. Um, you know, 
I didn't put this guy as a slapstick of the day because I think he is beyond slapstick of the day. I think that he is just so fucked up. This guy's arrested again, Damon Arnett. He wants to be a gangster, I guess. He was arrested for the second time in six months, was booked on drug charges. This is the guy we need to boot out the league. Along with the guys that hit females, along with the guys that fucking hit people and all these other things. Homie, why do we keep these guys in the fucking league? Why do we keep them in the league? They set a bad precedence for the young kids. I mean, just be honest, dog. This is really like let's be real. It keeps it keeps the it keeps the it sets a bad precedence for these youngsters. They all looking up to these kids. And and these motherfuckers continue to get arrested and in either the fucking child fucking pedophiles, it's either the fucking women beaters or it's these fucking derelicts who can't get out their own way. And then Calvin really bets on his own deal, and he's done for a year. Like, it's fucking unbelievable to me. But that's what we're living in, man. That's what we're living in. I don't know if you've seen this, uh, this video, man, of uh, this Saudi group who's taking over the live. But uh, I heard about it from Pat when I was in Arizona, and I got the video. I want you to see this video. If you haven't heard about this, this is the way of the world. And... Uh, Watch this alarming video from the Saudi Arabians um, that are thinking about changing the world's, basically, infrastructure. Peep this out. For too long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions. Residents have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighborhoods. And the line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end-to-end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, 170 kilometers long, and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. Intelligent solutions create efficiency and year-round temperate microclimate with natural ventilation. Energy and water supplies are 100% renewable. The line is designed as a series of unique communities, offering a wealth of amenities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature with 40% of the world accessible within six hours at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive like nothing on earth seen before. The Line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world. Yeah, I don't know. Interested in what you guys got to say about that one. 
Um, I'm sorry, but it kind of reminds me of fucking jail. It reminds me of fucking jail. I'm sorry. Everything was looking outside. Let me ask you this. How many fucking birds are going to hit that fucking mirrored fucking wall? (laughs) How many birds are going to die hitting the fucking wall? It reminds me of jail. It looks like jail. I'm good. I'm cool. I do not want to be around 9 million people in a 100-mile fucking long box. And I just see... What's that movie Stallone made? Uh, Escape? Escape Room or some shit like that? Fucking escape uh, where they got to, he has to get out of jail and shit. That is what that is. Who the fuck thinks that's a good idea? How about we stop making excuses for all the fucking shitbirds and try to fucking make up some fucking place? And how about we just start fucking castrating motherfuckers if they litter in the ocean or if they fuck around and do some stupid shit to fuck with our goddamn ecosystem how about we just start killing them motherfuckers how about that but see we're making excuses for excuses that's what we keep doing we're trying to fucking mend the fence for a bunch of fuck-ups because we will not discipline a group of motherfuckers we are so fucking nice i I just it blows my mind man it fucking blows my mind And I'm just like, fuck, dog. So I can go 120 miles in 20 minutes. So now I'm just fucking rolling down this thing. Fuck that. I can't do it, dog. I can't do it. I I can't do that shit. Saudi Arabia has all the money, but I'm cool. I can't live like that. That's in jail right there. That's straight jail right there. So I'll I'll refuse to do that. Um Jamal Scott's going to join me here in about two minutes. I'm going to bring him in a little early. He's already here in the waiting room. Um, any of you guys are members, you guys come on in. I know you guys asked uh, Raheem Boyd and, and Carlos Thompson and, and Delrick Abrams and Coy Dang and everybody else I've had on the show. Um, Jamal is near and dear to my heart. And Jamal is uh, should be a comedian. The motherfucker should be a comedian. Um, if you haven't noticed, Jamal was on the show and he... Uh, he always talk about my Cadillacs and shit like that. So, um, you know, he, he tried to imitate me all the time. And, 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 you know, Jamal should be a comedian, I think, man. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, if he don't make it in the next in this next venture of his, um, he should be a comedian. Um, the cigars will be out hopefully within the month, man. I know I've been saying that for over and over, but that's true. We're, we're right around there. Um no further ado, I'm going to bring Jamal Scott in, man. Uh, last chance you f- star and uh, f- crowd favorite, by the way, fan favorite. Um, Jamal Scott's coming on in. What up? What's going on, coach? Where you at, man? At a gas station? No, nah, I'm, I'm out I'm out front of my gym right now. Oh, okay. You, you training today? Oh, you working out today? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Man, I got, I got a... Uh, Nobody knows, man. First of all, how's everything going? I saw you the other day. I'm like, damn, you you, you got you you been you been hitting them weights. You've been running. You've been all you doing. You looking like a you look like a NFL running back to be honest. Yeah. But um, I see you putting them hands on folks. Um, that's a good thing, man. What yeah. uh, how's the family doing? 
<laughs> oh, the family's good. Uh, most of them just moved all the way to Indiana right there. But I, I moved out there too. But, you know, now I'm back because, uh, cause, you know, the boxing thing, the boxing thing uh, called me right back. Damn. So you, uh, so you moved to Indiana. When did you do that? I moved to Indiana about August, August last year. And then now I came back in like, uh, I think it was like February. So I wasn't out, out there that long. Really? Was, you know. Yeah, I was just out there, slow motion, you know, uh, about to just settle down on just anything I could get my hands on. So I was like, nah, man, I need to do something that I want to feel. I feel like I need to do. So I'm nah. back out here. Who you out here with? Uh, my, I see. Look, this is the thing. I got like, I got, I got three moms. I got a adopted mom. I got my real mom. She lives in Victorville. My adopted mom. She lives in um, Indiana. And I got uh, my stepmom. She lives in uh, Georgia. So I'm out here. So I stay up to, in Victorville for, like, the weekends. And then I stay down here at my gym uh, for, uh, for during the week. Where the gym at? In IE? Yeah, in IE, Marina Valley. Uh, it's called United uh, Boxing Academy. Oh, okay. Uh, well, boy, you got to come up to the crib. Bar. You know where I stay at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you driving? Yeah, I'm driving. I got okay. my little whip. I still got my. Mo- I don't got my motorcycle no more, but I got my whip now. Good. You don't need that motherfucker. That motherfucker boy crazy. That motherfuckers is yeah. killing folks out here. My man, yeah. man, my 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 lawyer got my lawyer died on a motorcycle. Man, like last mm. May. Mm. In L.A. I know. It's it's crazy. You can hear you you hear the stories about how people get you know how how it go down on a motorcycle. <laughs> It's, it's still, it still doesn't, like, uh, shine me away from me because it's like it's a different feel being on a motorcycle. I, I do uh, my condolences on, on your lawyer, though, because, you know, it is uh, it is a bad look. No, I hear you. Hey, I man, I hear you. We're diff- different is different. It's easy to be average. Motherfuckers like to be different. Hey, I'm the same way. You know me. I like being different. I don't care about the con- – I'm contrary to everybody's belief. I like being different. And, and just because you don't like it or someone else don't like it don't mean that I got to like that shit. Yeah, so yeah. just be careful, boy. You know I love your ass. Um, yeah. What uh? So you got into boxing, man. Let everybody know. So what what got you into boxing? Were you always a a, a fan? You always wanted to do it, or some just something clicked while you were? So let me let me break. Let me go rewind real quick, so everybody knows you. Um, we got almost a hundred people in here watching live. We, make sure everybody hits the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you want to ask Jamal a question, put it in the chat or, or call in. But let me ask you this. So Jamal was a baller. He uh, he ripped it. I don't know if you know. He was the National Player of the Week against Garden City, one of the most watched shows on Netflix uh, in Last Chance You. And then he went to Eastern Illinois. He played there a year, was their leading rusher. And then what happened, Jamal? You said, fuck it, I want to go boxing? Or you were, you weren't feeling the football thing? Or or you always wanted to box and was just like, man, I'm going to pursue this? Uh. I always, I always loved uh, fighting, you know. But my, my thing, my calling card was always uh, playing football. It's just, uh, you know, when I got to the next level, I got a little bit too much in my head. You know, I was already uh, doubting myself about certain things, so a lot of that got me of it. Um, and then um, I ended up, you know, trying to get into the transfer portal. So I came home. And then I didn't. Uh, nobody hit me up, so I was like, "Oh, dang! So what am I going to do?" So I, you see, you see me. I was at Chick Fil A for a little bit. So before I left, uh, before I left to go to uh, to Indiana, so it was just. But like, bucks boxing and football. I mean, like MMA always been on my mind, especially when I was in high school. 
I was coming up, I was watching this dude named Conor McGregor. You don't know if you know who Conor McGregor is, that man, that's that's the man, the myth, the legend. So I was like, I was he always had me in my mindset that I want to be a fighter. And uh, my cousin used to do MMA himself. So he used to be uh, with Rampage Jackson and uh, the McKees, the AJ McKee. He, he owns it in Bellator right now. So I used to go over there and train with them and uh, Kimbo Slice's son. I used to train with them for a little bit on Muay Thai, but I never took it serious until I, I was done with football. So, but right now, right now you said, you like you said, uh, I still look like I'm a little big. I'm an NFL running back because I still got to keep a little weight on because I'm in the heavyweights. Not saying I'm going to be heavyweight forever, but it's just the amateurs. So in the amateurs, I'm going to be heavyweights right now. So, No but doubt. It's, it's the, it was definitely like a like a like a trip though. Like it just I just got back and I was like, what am I gonna do next? I still want to do something that's gonna, you know, I want to I want the I want the name, I want the big name, I want to, to glorify myself, and uh, I want to do more than just to be an average Joe. So, so that, that's where that's where um, fighting came across. No doubt. Now, you know, I saw you at Chick Fil A, and that's when I brought your ass over for my. That was my first year's whiskey release party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 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 Jamal came and was basically the bodyguard for me. He was he was letting everybody in and out of the house and shit and uh and so then that's when you must have moved after that. Yeah, I moved after that. It was uh it was it was crazy. I was like I was in Indiana, man. I'm trying to tell you, it was you know, slow, slow pace of living, you know, just almost similar to, to Kansas. Yeah. Uh but I was out there for a cool minute for a couple months and I would start working at uh uh, LA Fitness, and I worked at this place called Cabela's, and um, I was just getting getting used to that lifestyle. And I was like, no, nah, I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I started getting fat, started getting fat. I came back, I was like 270. So it's like, you know, I was getting used to that lifestyle, and uh, I wanted something different. You know, I didn't want to just be complacent um, on what I what I wanted to do. So all my boys that you, I before I left. I was still going to this gym. They was telling me that I had a, I have a shot to to make it in it. So I was like, you know, I was I was just blowing them off for a little bit because I was like, man, I'm already out here in Indiana, so I got to make the best of what I got got now. And um, all of them, they was they was telling me that I should come back, you know, so I can um, so I could do something in, in boxing. So I was like, all right, I got I got I got to make this move. So I, I drove all the way back out here from um, from Indiana. It was a 30 hour drive. So it was just, you know, it was it's something that I felt like I had to do in my in my heart. You know? No, that's right. Hey, your heart ain't ever wrong, brother. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. And, and my heart ain't wrong either. So this is what I, my next thing, because I know your ass didn't have it when I talked to you last. Your ass, yeah. when you promise something, you always do it. So you are you are on this show right now. You're gonna promise my ass. You're gonna finish your degree. My degree. <laughs> I'm gonna help you, you get the motherfucker. You know I help I you get on. the bitch, but we gotta get the piece of paper, even if you never use it. Yeah, nah, I definitely, I definitely gotta, you know, look into it because you know I was never like that, that that class prodigy. You know, I used, when I was growing up, I, it just wasn't my uh, Man. my forte. Jamal, that you know damn well I already know, and that's why Eastern Illinois fucked you, in my opinion. That's why I cussed the coach out. But this is yeah. the thing. My thing is. Um, I hated school. You already know. But I had to play the game. And and it, I'm telling you, you're going to feel like you knocked out fucking Mike Tyson when you get this piece of paper. Because it's something you don't want to do. You don't like school. Either did I. But when I got it, I was like, fuck it. I had to do it just to shut the naysayers up. And I had to get this piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? So, 
it ain't as it ain't as important today as it used to be though. Like the degrees. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Go ahead and make a heavyweight champ and make some millions, and nobody will fucking say nothing. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm still gonna be hitting your ass up to get the damn degree, just because it's principle. <laughs> it's principle. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a lot of motherfuckers just don't want to do what they, you know, be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Um, what uh, I gotta show this video of you real quick though that I snatched yeah. up. I snatched up some videos of you real quick. I want okay. everybody to see. Uh, the, the video will split the two of us so you guys can watch it. Um, and uh, this is what Jamal's doing and what he's looking like right now. Oh, yeah, that, that was me when I was SoCal, too. That was my first tournament. Oh, yeah? Yeah, went uh, 3 and 0. I'm gonna tell you a story about the the biggest dude at the end though. This cat. Yeah. Loving his ass. Yeah. Oh, got him. <laughs> Not. I'm saying. I'm telling you because he was he was like a he was like an intimidating dude. So you know when I walked in there, he was staring me down already at the beginning. So I was like, all right. So you know I was, uh, and then you know heavyweights doing that whole tournament thing we we get to see like brackets so that my first day I, I won my first fight and he didn't end up fighting just because the eye test you know like in football they say the eye test and everything like that people come in they check him out and uh they see him but then they didn't they didn't come back so that's the reason why he got a walkover that same day and then he seen me fight and i finished my opponent and he started and then uh his his teammate congratulated me saying congratulations they win and he come walking by me all grabbing his hands, all saying, I'll see you soon, brother, you know, type of stuff like, you know, trying to intimidate me and stuff like that. Because he's already he's already he, he's known for knocking people out, never going past the first round and everything like that. And, you know, this is my first my first ever tournament and stuff like that. So it was like it was like a crazy little feeling. Not go not gonna lie. It was it was still nerve wracking just because I don't know. It was you know, you never know until you get into it. So but then the next day he was recording my second fight. Uh, he was right there, you know, behind me. I was on the ropes, and then the dude was uh, punching at me, right? And I moved his head out the way just to look back and look at look back at the dude, just to tell him, show him that I wasn't scared of him. And uh, so, you know, he started looking at me like, "Come on, yeah, you gonna finish the fight or what?" So then I finished the fight. I ended up winning, and I walked up to him after, and I was like, "I'll see you tomorrow." And and because that same day, he still didn't get a fight because nobody came in there to watch him uh, to to fight him. And then, uh, and then it comes to the day that we fight. He's looking more nervous than I did. So I was like, "All right, you know, I'm, it's, it's starting to get to that mode where Mike Tyson he said, as you walk into the to ring, you you uh, you uh, get less and less uh, anxious and nervous and stuff like that, just because you know you turn into a gladiator." So I'm staring at him on side because you know we're looking at each other, and uh, and then we beat to the middle, and then I'm looking at him, you know, swaying back and forth. You know, I'm looking at him. He looking at me, trying to make it seem like he ain't going to take his eyes off me. So I get in his face, and then I start smiling at him. And then that's when I knew I got him. So it's like the first 30 seconds of that clip before the, uh, before that, that's when I knocked him down. That's where everybody, the crowd going crazy because it was like a it was like a big underdog, uh, underdog thing because, you know, everybody thought I was going to lose. And uh, it, was just, it was just surreal for me in that moment just because – 
all that stuff that I came from. I came I came all the way back from in, Indiana and everything like that. Just my teammates telling me that they believe in me, uh, my coach believing in me. Uh, so it was just it just was like a like a, a great moment, you know. Man, let me tell you, appreciate you, James San Pedro. Um, let me tell you, Jamal. I had a, I had a quote on my door in my office. You used to come in there all the time, and fuck with Stogie. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my on that quote, it said basically, doing something that someone else says you cannot do is the single most greatest feeling in the world. Right? Is doing something that a motherfucker said you cannot do, and yeah. for you to get that done, dog, you gotta say fuck you. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna beat your ass. I don't give a fuck if I'm the underdog or not. I love being yeah. underdog. Underdog my whole life. I love being the underdog. So have you. So. That is why that motherfucker crumbled, because that motherfucker got scared that somebody else barked back, and mm. then he actually got bitten by the motherfucker that barked. A lot of motherfuckers nowadays just bark, no bite. You know what I'm saying? He is probably one of those guys. Bark, all bark, no bite, and the motherfucker that bit his ass, he wasn't ready for. And uh, that's what you got to keep going with, man. You got to keep doing that same shit. So, so, where, so what's your deal? What do you want to do? Um are, are you trying to be a fucking heavyweight champion of the world? Is that your? Is that? Is are you ready to do that, or are you just doing this to see where it goes, or or what's up? Nah, this this is what I want to do, man. This is what I want to be a champ. So, uh, one day I definitely want to be a heavyweight champion of the world. But uh, when I go to the pros, I want to go from from one seventy five all the way up to the uh, to, so I can capture those belts. You know, because I feel like I'm a I'm a little heavyweight right now. You know, just so I get get that uh, my body all the way together. You know, uh, it's gonna be a lot of weight to lose because I'm like at two 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 uh, two thirty right now. So that's a lot of weight that I gotta lose. Uh, you know, I, I gotta keep on, but but I can definitely do it. You know? So what's the next my... step to get to be a pro? Um, just keep on winning, keep on knocking people out. So my coach, he know people like Al Heyman and stuff like that. So if he start, they start seeing my videos and and start watching me more, um, I can, it could be uh, definitely easier. So coach definitely says it's, it's probably going to be a little bit easier for me just because I got a little bit of power that I got. So, um, so just keep on looking, looking good, keep performing. And um, probably a few more uh, amateur fights, you know, because we you know, keep on, keep on going to tournaments, uh, amateur shows, because it's easier to get amateur shows and, you know, so, so I'll be able to do that. So what's your record right now? Uh, three and zero. Okay. So yeah, I got yeah, shit, man. Keep it, keep it grinding, brother. Shit, I'll help you know. I'm gonna promote the shit out of it. Um, who's your favorite uh boxer? My favorite boxer. Did you always did like you it. always have the same boxer as when you like when you were a kid? You were like, fuck, I'm a Tyson fan, Holyfield, whatever it was. Or do you did you do you have somebody new now? Or I guess I'll even elaborate more. Do you, uh, the guy that you grew up watching, are you like, fuck him now? I'm going to beat his ass. I mean, <laughs> where, where you sit at now? I mean, you definitely, you definitely get to that point where you want to, you want to, uh, uh, fight your, your idols. You know, you definitely want to get to that point so you can be like, so you want to be, if not greater than him or at the same level as him. So it's like my favorite fighter right now is, uh, is Canelo. You know, just because of how he go in there, he he's composed, he do his thing. I know he lost his last fight, but he's still he's still one of the uh, one of the best minds. But definitely Floyd, and definitely Earl Spence, definitely Javante Davis, um, 
definitely those type of guys. Uh, it's this new dude that's coming up is Jerron Boots Ennis. He makes everything look easy. So it's like in Terrence Crawford. But it's it, it is a it's a thing too. Like uh, like before you start talking about the underdog stuff. Um, I remember when I was um, when I was in high school, coming up in freshman freshman year. My uh, one of my freshman coaches told me I would never ever ever play running back. Yeah. He said because I was I was too big, too slow. He said that to me in my face, made me cry right. Sit me, I was crying right there in front of everybody. And then after that, you know, I became one of the best running backs at my high school. So it's like it just that, like you said, it's a, it's a sweet feeling when you uh when you show people that you can do um just what you want to do instead of them putting a label on you telling you can't do it. Oh, so yeah. it definitely uh definitely struck a fire, a fire under me. Um, just when your kids think they know it all. I'm gonna share this real quick, but. Man, that shit is crazy. Who was the head coach then? Duffy? Uh, it was my, my, my freshman coach. It, but, yeah, Coach Duffy was the head coach of our city. But it was my freshman coach. He was, his name is Lee. It was Coach Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Then, then Steinberg took over, right? Yeah, he took over my senior year. I talk to Steiny all the time, man. He's over here at Beaumont now. Yeah, he out there doing his thing. I'm going to share this real quick so you can you can talk through it with these guys. Um this is Jamal in high school right here. Oh, that's at Eastern. Oh, this is Eastern Illinois? Yeah. Oh, this is your huddle? Your huddle, high school huddle's on there too, huh? Yeah, my high school huddle too. Oh, look at you hurdling motherfuckers. So yeah, this is at Eastern like Illinois. Too, this is a Division One school right here. So um, some of your people's in the chat, Jamal. Calvantia, who's that? Oh, yeah, Calvinica, that's my my cousin. Oh, okay, Calvinica, what's going on? Um, Jamal's still doing the same thing he was doing in college as he was at Garden City and in high school. So, you know, um, great feet, great back. He was, he, was a, he was a hell of a back to coach up. And, uh, he, 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 you know, he was dominating, leading rusher at East Illinois after he left Garden City. And, uh, you know, shit. Who, who was the back that I brought in as a freshman, man? Um, you know he's in the league now. He plays for the Bengals. Wait, for the Bengals? Shamari uh, Jones. Shamari came in after your, your last year. He came in in the spring. So he he uh, he ended up going to Coastal Carolina, was a leading rusher for two years. Now he got picked up by the Bengals. Um, I think I lost him for a second. Um, he might have got a call. People get calls and it cuts them out. You got me? Yeah, I got you. Get a call? Yeah, my bad. It was somebody incoming call. Yeah, I knew. That's what I figured. Um, I don't know what I was saying. Um, but, yeah, you, you, uh, I told people that Shamari Jones, he plays for the Bengals now, but he was uh, he was the back that came in. I brought in the next year after you left with uh, him, Morgan Ellis, and a couple other big-time backs that came in after you guys left, after you and, and Rakeem bounced. But... Mm. Um, it's good, man. It was good to see your ass. I, I saw you at uh at that yogurt spot. Was it was you just yeah, coming from working out or something? Yeah, it was just after workout. You know, my coach, my uh, we went there for my coach and uh and uh, some of the guys. They needed some, they wanted some newbie. So newbie's fire. Yeah, it is. It's definitely. Where fire. where's the gym at from there? It, it's over there. Yeah, it's right down the street. It's on uh, on Day Street, like uh right here by the Golden Corral. You know the Golden Corral right here. Yeah. Yeah, right right across the street. Really? Yeah. I'm about to come pop in on your ass. Got to, man. Come check check us out. 
Hey, a couple questions for for you. Uh, get you out of here so you can go work out. Uh, someone asked in here wants to know what story. Do you have a story you can tell about me or you or anything that the show did not show? Um. Besides you clowning me in the Kansas City Chiefs locker room. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was a lot that the, the the cameras didn't pick up, you know, just because uh, I start uh, shying, off, shying off because, you know, I was, you know, I was doing, dealing with my stuff, my class issues and, and stuff like that. So, but, and then my, uh, my shoulder injury. Um, mm, I don't know about no story though. It was a lot going on. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Kansas. Hey, have you talked to like Calvin or Jermaine or anyone that got play, that got picked up in the league? You know, Jermaine went first round. Calvin played for the Jets as well with Jermaine. Have you talked to anybody of those? Coy Dang's with the Falcons. Um, yeah, yeah. Have you got? Have you reached out to any of those guys? I mean, just think about it. You were one of those. You were a baller amongst dudes that are now making millions. Yeah, no, I congratulated Jermaine and I congratulated Calvin. You know, I, I wish nothing but the best for him at the next level. So it's like. It, it, it's definitely uh, it's definitely amazing to see that I used to play with those dudes and they in the in the league right now doing their thing, especially Jermaine man. That man is the first, the one to go to first round like that. So it, that high too. So it's like it's like definitely crazy. I remember when he first came in. <laughs> Hell yeah! Remember you helped you helped me on his recruiting visit. Yeah, yeah. We we we. We should do it. We should make our own Netflix show and, and show all and talk about all the real shit that they never showed, but. Oh, yeah, most uh, definitely. But anyway, hey man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Go, no, go, knock someone out. I gotta come see you fight. When's your next fight? Is it is it around here? Yeah, it's it was supposed to be up uh, this weekend, but I started getting sick, so I'm I'm a little bit uh, I'm I'm, not, I'm out of shape. I just got done was I was just working out about the about to pass out, so I was like I was like, oh Lord Jesus, I gotta get another workout in right now. But uh, but we gonna see if if I'm gonna do it this uh, this weekend. I'm uh, I'm gonna talk to my coach. Like, well, shit, don't go in there and don't get in. Don't go in there if you ain't ready. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. You know that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of them coming around. So it's you know it's it's definitely a lot of them like every weekend. So oh, okay. I, I definitely got uh, opportunities. Well, shit. Text me, man, or, or I'll hit you up. And, and if there's one coming around, I'm gonna come check you out. Okay. I appreciate you, coach. All right, Jamal. I appreciate you coming in, dog. I'll holler at you later on. All right, now. Peace. Um. Jamal Scott, great, great kid. Um, he boxing man. He looks good. To be honest with you, he looks good. He's on. Uh, he's got a lot of things. He, he, he you know, a two hundred and fifty pounds backslipping after a win is very impressive. By the way, um, you know, it, you, know people, where to, you know where to go. About a billion. Man, man, man. Yeah, yeah. Come get that work. Yeah. Hey, big bro. Hey, big bro. Floyd. You see me? <laughs> man, Jamal getting it in. Um, I'm proud for the kid, man. Love the kid to death. Um, lots to discuss, man. Lots to discuss. Um, yeah, man. Shit. Got a lot of mo. Got a lot of mo. Clubber Lang, Rocky Three. Clubber Lang. Shit. Um... Yeah, Jer- Jer- Jeremiah, I got to stay with him, man. You know, I always talk to those kids. You know, shit, Jamal's been over at the house a few times. Uh, 
you know, I have constant, constant communication with a lot of those guys, man. Shit, uh, that's just what it is. I still talk to kids I coached in the early 2000s. Um, so, um, you know, it is what it is, man. It's always good to get those guys. Um, Pat Perez with, 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 with Trump is comical, man. That shit was funny as hell. Uh, I don't know if you remember this girl. Remember this lady? There was a great Netflix show uh, about the scandal for getting, you know, the academic scandal, all the rich people getting all their kids in, in class and all these big schools. Remember this broad right here, Lori Laughlin? She was basically interviewed recently and basically said she hit rock bottom. Like, I don't want to hear your fucking enabled excuses. You fucked up, own up to it, and let's move on. Like, that's the thing about it. Quit making fucking excuses for excuses. We can never own up to our shit as these rich, bougie, fucking enabled people. Like, if I hit the lot, by the way, the lotto, nobody won yesterday. It's over a billion dollars this Friday. I actually won two of the bonus tickets, so I'll, I'll, I got four bucks. So I got four bucks back. So I only lost about $96, right? Great investment. But I'm going to be playing Friday, and I'm probably going to bet $200. Shit. Did you hear about the owner of, uh, who was it? The owner of somebody, of one of these fast food chains, he bought 50,000 tickets for each one of his employees. That's some non-hating shit right there. I, I give it up. I, I clap it up. Uh, shout out to whoever that was. I think it was like the owner of, of Chick-fil-A, or I'm not sure who it was. Um, but... I am going to buy maybe about 200, 200 fucking tickets I'm probably going to buy. Uh, it's at $1.2 billion or $1.02 billion this Friday. I'm sure it'll be over that, Brian. Uh, once Friday hits, I'm sure it's going to be over that. Probably be closer to $1.3 billion, I would think. Um, man, just imagine hitting that motherfucker. Hit that. And they still tax you for half. How about that? They tax you for half of it. A bunch of cowardly fucking cunts. I'm just saying right now, I would do the monthly payout. The monthly payout's around three, four million after this. It'll probably be fucking three and a half, four million dollars a month for 25 years. And you'll get taxed less. But you want to go get taxed up front because you want that upfront money. Just FYI. FYI, Oos. If you get the monthly payment, you can still buy anything in the world. You can still buy anything you want because they all know you want it. They know everything's going to happen. Three and a half, four million dollars a month, you can pretty much get whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Your credit score is going to go shoot through the roof too. And it's ironic how much shit will change when you have money. But uh, I might do the 25-year payout thing, man. Put it in someone else's name, uh, you know, as far as an heirloom or whatever. Uh, I don't know who, maybe my dog's name. Fuck it. Just a shit and piss on everybody. I might put my dogs as the fucking uh, heirs. I might put my dogs. Slapdick bullies will be the fucking heirs. How about that shit? The heirloom or whatever the fuck you call it. Um, I don't know if you... Lots to discuss still on the show. It won't be a three-hour show, but it's still got a lot of... I got a lot to discuss. I, I don't know if you've seen... Um, Aaron Rodgers trying to basically take a shot at uh, Devontae Adams, but take a listen. I mean, it's always tough going from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, you know, 
you know, from Devontae to, to Allen, it's going to be, uh, you know, a transition. But he's capable of a lot. And the way things have gone with the reps and the guys that we've had here and the targets that we've, uh, we've you know, doled out, he hasn't had a ton of opportunities. But, he, you know, he's, since his first day here, he's, he's turned heads. Basically, he said Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, calling Lazard a Hall of Famer just because Devontae Adams basically compared Aaron Rodgers to fucking Derek Carr, which is a slap in the face. Devontae Adams, I'm going to be honest, I'm telling you, he's going to be a bust this year. Watch. Just watch what I fucking say. I don't really miss a lot on football shit. Watch what I say. Um, If you haven't heard Lane Kiffin's NIL deal, I talked to Lane quite a bit. Listen to Lane Kiffin's NIL deal as he talks about putting a cap on the NIL. But those two guys got in a heated argument over NIL. And I know recently you said that when it comes to NIL, you felt like it should be capped. Why do you think the NIL deal should be capped for college players? Well, I don't have the perfect plan for it. You know, just in answering the question, there should be some form of cap. Because if you look at professional sports, uh, which now we are in a professional sports, uh, we have free agency for the players. They get paid to play and so um you know without having long-term contracts so my point of capping it was at least then there'd be a way to manage it remember too not only is there not a cap we have collective groups donors you know at places paying players and picking the players to come um supposedly without in communication with the coaches so how would that system work in professional sports like the nfl everybody has a different cap and the coaches and the general managers aren't picking and choosing how they divide that cap for the players. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But from the beginning of this thing, if you understood and you looked at it, you could see these problems coming. I've said it. You basically have now legalized cheating. I said that I think the first week that, you know, this came out. So we are where we are. Uh, first of all, I want to address a few things in the chat. All right, Jeremiah said my daughter could get the money if I wanted. Fuck no, I would never give my daughter shit. Number two, um, yes, Josh, I'd hire you as a security, guaranteed. And number three, I have a thing. I, I Brandon Rash, this is just what's telling you, Brandon. You're not a you're not a member number one, but number two, let me break something down for you real quick. Um. Brandon Rash said he appreciates my opinion on Troy Aikman, but he said, could I imagine if Lamar Jackson was there instead of Aikman? They would have won six Super Bowls. See, this is the ignorance in folks that never either played or never coached or doesn't know how to evaluate talent or doesn't know what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. These are the comments that you see. This is what you see on Twitter every day. This type of shit. No, Brandon, if Lamar Jackson was there instead of Aikman, they would have fucking zero Super Bowls because Michael Irvin would never have caught the fucking football and either would have Alvin Harper or Jay Novacek. And guess what? The box would have been loaded and Emmitt Smith would never have got fucking any rushing yards. You fucking idiot. Stop talking about the profession that I'm in if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Please, stop. You don't know anything. So, 
Please shut the fuck up and let me, the big boys that know this shit, handle this shit. You guys stay humble and just shut the fuck up. That's what you should do. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You guys sound like fucking retards when you talk about shit. You have no fucking clue what you're talking about. It fucking is the biggest pet peeve of mine. Shut the fuck up and stay in your lane. I don't come into your lane. Why do you fucking bother me in my lane? I don't come to your work and watch you eat fucking donuts all day and tell you that fucking devil's food is way better than those fucking glaze that you're fucking mowing down in the first fucking 10 minutes of your workday every day and why you weigh 600 fucking pounds. You should eat fucking devil's food warm right off the fucking stove with some milk. But you're drinking coffee and fucking glazed donuts. How the fuck is that my fucking opinion or fucking how do I know better? I don't. You have no fucking clue what it takes to play quarterback in the NFL. So you should just shut the fuck up. (laughs) Holy shit. Brandon, that's not a debate. You know what a debate is? If Zach Smith was saying this, that would be a debate. Because he fucking did it. (laughs) I did it too. You didn't do it. It's not a fucking debate. It's a fucking ignorant statement that you made with the question tabbed in there. And you're a 600 pound life fuck who doesn't know better. So just shut the fuck up. (laughs) God damn. By the way. Do you realize that there was a guy even more freakier than Lamar Jackson with Troy Aikman in college at Oklahoma? Do you know that Jimmy Johnson got rid of that motherfucker and said, you know what? This motherfucker transferred and went to UCLA for a reason, and I recruited him from UCLA to play for the Dallas Cowboys for a reason. And guess what? Jimmy Johnson recruited Troy out of high school, And he recruited the other motherfucker. The other motherfucker is someone I actually grew up with. Was probably the greatest option quarterback of all fucking time. His name is Jamal Holloway. You should fucking Google that shit since you know so fucking much football. So why don't you talk about that? Who had the better career? Jamal Holloway or Troy Aikman? (laughs) Holy fuck we talk. If Michael Vick couldn't win a Super Bowl, what the fuck makes you think fucking Lamar Jackson can? Holy fuck do you guys ever, ever think? Ever do you ever think? Jesus Christ, some of you motherfuckers are not fucking smart. Anyway, um, Brittany Griner is back in the news. And I don't know if you've heard the new story, but I'm just hoping, I'm hoping and praying that there's something to this. But apparently, we've offered a trade, okay? I'm so fucking irritated in this one right here, dog. It's almost as bad as Brandon Rash's fucking deal. It's almost as bad as Brandon Rash's deal. Let me break something down real quick. I'm almost more pissed off at this deal because let me break something down real quick. 
fucking Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers cannot make a trade to save their fucking life to get him some fucking better receivers. KD can't find a trade in the fucking NBA. Nobody wants him. And nobody can trade for fucking Kyrie Irving's bitch ass. But now we can trade for Brittany fucking Griner, a fucking bitch who fucking committed felonies in a foreign country who's a communist country, our fucking enemy. And now we're going to fucking spill, cry over spilled milk because you want fucking reverence? You want to come back to the country you talk shit about? Call LeBron James, motherfucker. Ask LeBron James to make a trade. How about we trade fucking Russell Westbrook to Russia for fucking Brittany Griner's grown-ass man-looking ass? Bring his motherfucking over here and put Brittany Griner on the Lakers. I bet you Brittany Griner would play more fucking games than AD, and it would probably be a better fucking fit with LeBron than Westbrook would be. So let's trade Westbrook to Russia. Let's get fucking Brittany Griner over here, and then maybe we can make Make room for KD and make and make LeBron's bitch ass fucking happy since he wants to say, don't come back to America, Brittany. I wouldn't want to come back. Well, you should fucking go over there, too, you fucking bitch ass hairline looking motherfucker. This is the problem. I'm a fucking proud American, but I'm not proud to be in America. Like, I, I might fucking bounce and go to Greece, too. Shit. But I ain't going to say... I wouldn't want to come back to this motherfucker. You don't know how good this country is until you go visit other countries. Even though we're fucking a shit show right now, we're still the best shit show in the world. That's how fucked up the world is. We're the best shit show in the world. So, until you can figure that out, you should shut the fuck up. You should all shut the fuck up. That's the problem. But I would trade fucking... You know, I wouldn't give a square to piss for Brittany Griner, to be real about it. I'm just fucking around with this trade thing. But we're really trading motherfuckers. So now we're trying to get a two-for-one trade. We're trying to get a two-for-one trade to bring a fucking criminal. That's what she is. Let's just keep it real on 100. We're going to trade for a criminal, bring a criminal back into America that actually has no trade value. Brittany Griner has no trade value. What is the value for Brittany Griner in bringing her back to the country? Is she going to solve the fucking recession we're about to hit? Is she the fucking answer to the gas prices, America? Is this the fucking dude who's responsible for the gas prices? Brittany Griner? What in the fuck is the trade value in this bitch's fucking trade? I got to know. If the Lakers would become champs, I would maybe be down for it. If the gas prices dropped, I might say bring this fucking manly looking bitch back here. Ah, man, I got to be real shit, dog. What's really going on? I mean, why would you bring her back? If she comes back talking shit, oh, dog... She might get fucked up. I'm just being real. Somebody might fuck her off her ass because she's going to come back talking shit about the country that brought her back. And again, this is the generation, dog. We're so fucking enabled. We're so fucking... It it blows my mind, man. I don't want this dude back. Brittany Griner. I don't want this motherfucker back. 
This motherfucker, like, I don't know. Hell yeah, Josh. That motherfucker's a dude. I mean, that motherfucker's a dude. I'm going to fucking call him a dude every fucking time. He's a made-up fucking human. Make sure you get to do some candidates. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to be real, dog. That motherfucker's a dude. I've seen that motherfucker. That motherfucker is a dude. He's built like AD. He has a bigger fucking uh, Adam's ample. And I bet you he has a bigger dick. Shit. I'm be honest, though. I'm shit. Be real about it. I, I don't know. I'm just. I'm be honest. I'm being real about it. Um, Ukraine wants more money. See, this motherfucker's starting to irk me now too. I'm starting to get enough. I'm starting to get irked with these motherfuckers, man. Because why the fuck do we keep helping every motherfucking buddy but our motherfucking selves? I'm starting to get irked with this motherfucker too. This little bitch-ass motherfucker, it was cute in the beginning, right? He was cool in the beginning because he was a young cat. He was on fucking he was on fucking TV in a fucking jeans and a T-shirt, and everybody thought he was a gangster. Fuck this dude, too. Now he's starting to look like a little bitch, and he's starting to remind me of, like, Sean Astin, or what's his name? Sean Austin, the motherfucker that was on 51 uh, First Dates or whatever. The motherfucker that was the wrestler, the fucking, you know, he looks like him when I look at him. From, from, from Rudy. That's the motherfucker from Rudy. He looks like him now. And I'm starting to be tired of looking at this motherfucker. He's starting to look like Rudy. And now he's starting to get too cool to fool. Now he wants more money from our motherfucking asses. And I'm just like, hold up. Fuck this motherfucker. Why are we paying this motherfucker to keep fighting a war that ain't ours? And figure this shit out, man. I'm tired of dealing with these motherfuckers. We've been saving countries for our fucking entire existence, and yet we will fucking not help anyone else in our own country. Like, I just, it blows my fucking mind. Um, and I'm not, you know, listen, man, I'm gonna be real with you. I got a lot of real shit here to talk about. I want to say 70% of the homeless, it's because it's their own fucking fault. And even the fucking, I, I, I hate to say this, Jeremiah, even the veterans that we see in the, in the street, 70% of those guys, it's their fault. Um, my brother actually did a study on this shit years ago. A lot of the homeless, even the vets, there's a reason they're out there. Because how many people wake up in the morning and, and have absolutely nothing. They absolutely have no friends, no family, nothing. Do you know how hard it is for you to just be fucking basically exiled from everyone on earth? Do you realize how hard it is to be exiled from every single fucking human on earth? You don't know one human that will take you in or give you a sandwich or get you off the street? You've got to be shitting me. Me and Pat Perez just had an in-depth conversation about this shit the other day. Do you not know one human being? You have to have pissed off and exiled every single person that you would possibly know. That is a you problem. I don't give a fuck. Now, if you were born and shot out the womb and you landed on Skid Row and you woke up at six days old and was like, where the fuck am I? And I'm a homeless. Then there's a problem. There's another problem. 
That's a problem. You were fucked. You got fucked, little baby. Now, that's a fucking very, very, very far and few between. That's a one percenter. You got fucked. If you were just sped out by the vagina you came out of right on Skid Row as a baby and you had to fucking scrap and claw to get out, then that would be another motherfucking issue. That'd be another issue. But that don't happen. I have yet to see a baby just go over to mom's, opens her legs, squirts the baby out. The motherfucker's born on the streets in Skid Row. I have yet to see that happen. I have yet to see that happen. But the VA wants to give out home loans and talks about how fucking much the veterans help out and all this shit. But you don't help the homeless VA? You don't help the homeless veterans? Like, I just have a lot of fundamental issues with a lot of the shit that we do. But going over and helping, so what I'm, my point is I'm not really condoning we have to help every single homeless person in America because a lot of them, it's their own, chan- their own fault, and they're going to take the money and probably go, turn into Delonte West. But at the same time, let's focus on some shit that our country needs, like every fucking freeway that's so fucked up here in L.A. Or around your city. I'm sure you are in a city right now like, fuck, man. Can we fix the fucking roads? But yet we're sending billions over to fucking Ukraine. Or how about the school's police? How about we put some security around the fucking school so Uvalde don't get fucking killed 25 kids? How about we put money into that shit? Years ago, though, it shouldn't have took a mass shooting to fucking start making people alarmed about it. We should have did this shit years fucking ago. But we're worried about helping every motherfucking buddy else. And that's just crazy to me, man. Um, I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't fucking understand it. Uh, you know, these, these fucking homeless cats, dog, they got fucking Venmo now. They got Venmo, homie. I told the motherfucker, I said, you out of your fucking mind. Fuck you and your Venmo. First of all, you look better than me. Your clothes are cleaner. <laughs> I'm sure you got a whip right around the corner somewhere. I don't believe none of them. I don't trust none of them. I don't believe none of them. I know a real homeless when I see it. And you know what? I'm going to be real with you. Do you know the 99% of the real homeless you don't see holding up a fucking sign like this? And you don't see them asking for shit? They've accepted it and they're embarrassed that they're homeless. And they won't ask you for shit. Therefore, you won't see them. That's the real shit. These fake fucks are at every corner asking you for money. Let that sink in. Let me give you some free game right now because that's what real shit is. That is really what's fucking happening. So, just keeping it real. Um, Please understand that. That's the real. Quit fucking giving your money to all these fake fucks out here. Stop giving your money to these fake charities out here that you don't see a dollar go anywhere. You've never seen the charity at PetSmart. Where the fuck's the money going? Show me, motherfucker. I want to see my dollar go to the fucking homeless and and sheltered dogs. I want to see it. They won't show it to you, but you're yet giving them money. Let them round up your fucking charge on the t-shirt you bought at Macy's like I did. I'll be damned if I give you a squirt of piss. I surely ain't giving you a motherfucking rounding up my chains. Give me my 60 cents, motherfucker. I slapped the taste out your bitch-ass mouth for even asking me to give you 60 fucking cents. Fuck your 60 cents. That's my shit. That ain't your money, motherfucker. 
I didn't give a fuck if I was worth $300 million. I wouldn't give you 60 fucking cents for rounding up. Fuck you rounding up. I've been fucked enough in my life on taxes and other shit. Fuck rounding up. I ain't giving you shit. You motherfuckers, it, it, it's unbelievable how we, how much shit we accept and just go for it. Uh, I believe you. I trust you. Oh, fuck, I don't trust none of these motherfuckers. I don't trust nobody. Nobody. I'm trying to be honest with you, dog. You guys got to wake the fuck up. You got to wake the fuck up. Um... Jim Harbaugh came out basically and said his wife Sarah will raise the baby should someone in his family or program be involved with an unplanned pregnancy. Him and his wife Sarah will raise that baby. And doesn't like to feel like they can take care of the child. Like, ah, oh, dog, get the fuck out of here, Jim Harbaugh. Like, this motherfucker, instead of recruiting, he's out here looking for the sob story. Now he wants the sob story kid. To come to his school. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Every fucking big time coach does some stupid shit like this to get a kid. Just so we're clear. Please understand that is the truth. Nothing else. It ain't nothing else. If you haven't seen this dumbass shit right here. This is what irks me right here. There's a young black man in the middle of this picture. Two white people. Kids. And are standing on ice in the summer heat with nooses around their fucking necks. To fucking, basically, they're they're doing it to basically petition global warming and and they're global warming activists. That's a bad look, homie. Especially the black man that's in the fucking middle. It's a bad look. I'll just be real with you. It's a fucking ignorant look. It's a bad look. It's a dumb look. Um, you three on that fucking block of ice, when especially your ancestors grew up fucking getting noosed, and you're out there in 2022 with a noose on you around your fucking neck on a block of ice that's going to melt to show that global warming's real. Well, the block of ice would have melted 200 years ago in the summer, too. You fucking idiot. And the protest stuff is okay, man. But when does a protest really fucking change the game? It doesn't. So let's do something else. But that's a fucking horrible fucking protest. And he's ignorant. He's fucking ignorant. And he should be fucking castrated on my channel. He should be castrated on my live channel. Um... I don't know if you've heard all this new drama with the, between Draymond Green and Paul Pierce and fucking all these different people that have come out and basically LeBron James has talked about fucking Jaw Morant. Everybody's talking about everything. Um, Paul Pierce, if you don't know, he was stabbed in Boston one summer. Horrible body, by the way. He's from Inglewood. We played him. He's a year, two years younger than me. He's Kobe's age. Um, but, uh, you know... A basketball body and nobody. He's a fucking guy. He's horrible looking, right? Um, he got stabbed like what eleven times or something, and he never missed. He never missed one game. He didn't miss one game. He played all eighty-two the next year. 
But Kawhi Leonard's missed multiple seasons, FYI. Multiple seasons. Kyrie won't play because of a vaccine. Ben Simmons is a mental midget. He won't play. KD demands trades. James Harden demands trades. We got all these motherfuckers, man. Um, just let that sit in. Paul Pierce never missed a game after being stabbed 11 fucking times at a fucking club. Um, you can't get much dumber with your statements, Draymond Green, LeBron James, all you fucking naysayers out there who talk about fucking these soft pussies and defend them as to why it's okay they miss games because you're a pussy. That's why. You're a straight-up bitch-made cat. But it does get dumber when you do this. Basically, a rapper came out trying to gangbang and said, I'll be at my crib in five minutes on Instagram telling some motherfucking haters that I'll confront you. And five minutes later, was killed. Like, coach, you laughing that a dude got killed. I am laughing that a dude got killed. I got to be real. I, I just, it is comical. It is laughable. It's stupid. It's ignorant. It is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. If you're going to play stupid games, get ready for stupid prizes. Or whatever the fuck you guys say. There you go. Ace, Ace just said it. Dog, I'm dying laughing. I am literally laughing at this dumb motherfucker. He wants to be a gangster. No, you're not a gangster, homie. And even these young cats that are killing folks innocently aren't gangsters. They're cowards. So now you have a coward who thinks he's hard. But when you throw him in jail with no weapons, he's the biggest bitch-made cat there is. But having said that, though, Having said that, you can't fucking post shit like this and thinking you're going to be the next, you're going to be the next fucking pop smoke. Put your address on fucking line, you dumb fucks. These cats have nothing to lose. And you know what? I feel this much sorry. That's, by the way, that's 0%. If you can't see my hands on the audio side, I'm pinching my fingers together as hard as I can. That's how fucking sorry I feel for the guy. Because no, because somebody's allowed it and not coached it. Somebody's allowed that shit and didn't coach it. And uh, whoever his circle is, that's what I'm saying, homie. You guys all talk about your circles and all this shit. Dog, your circle is dog shit. Because whoever you were talking to on Instagram, I'm going to grab you and say, okay, now let's go eat. <laughs> we're not going home, dumb fuck. And first of all, let's not say that on Instagram. And everyone knows you where you live. And so they came and shot him straight up. Like, how a fucking idiot are you? The young cowards are going to do that on GP just because they, you said that they wouldn't do it. <laughs> do you realize this? Holy fuck, that we're dumb. We are fucking dumb. Dennis Rodman came out. I love Dennis Rodman, man. I've been to a club with Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman wore a clear plastic suit one day. This motherfucker's dick and balls were showing in Newport Beach. I'll never forget it. This motherfucker walked in with a clear rubber suit. 
like a like a fucking jumpsuit, like a fucking overall jumpsuit. It was clear, made made of clear plastic, like like a black leather one. You know, girls wear. This motherfucker was clear leather one, like clear plastic was what it must have been made of. Like oh, this motherfucker's weirdo. He's funny as fuck though, and I don't mind listening to him. And I got to be honest, this is real shit. If you haven't heard this, listen to this. LeBron is so easy to play. He don't have no moves. He don't. He said Scottie Pippen would cold shut him down quick before I ever got to him. His game is too simple. He's just big. I've played against guys seven foot three hundred, so it don't really matter. KD, same thing. Once you go to know people's games, it's very easy to play them. Just they just tall, but they don't have nuts and guts. And that's why Rodman is talking shit. That's why Rodman is talking shit. Because he knows. Do you, did you, have you ever seen Kobe Bryant lock down Steph Curry? Have you seen him lock down Kyrie Irving? You should go Google YouTube. Kobe locking down Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, KD. This motherfucker made them go left. He made them go left. And people don't want to watch those videos no more because it's about what have you done for me lately. You won't go back and really look at a motherfucker who had nuts and guts, studied the shit, and was athletically gifted enough to stay in front of those guys. Kobe locked those motherfuckers down. Go look it up. It's fucking look. You can view it. But see, nobody wants to talk about that shit. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. But motherfuckers want to talk about nowadays that we can't. No, you can't stop. You can't stop Kyrie. He's the most gifted, skilled motherfucker. Oh yeah. Well, Kobe did it. <laughs> Kobe did it when he was even more athletic. Fuck. It's unbelievable. Brandon Rash, you're, did you see Jamel Holloway play? Have you seen Lamar and him play? Because I've seen both play. Have you? Uh, motherfuckers just talk. Brandon, I'm going to end up blocking you, dog. Because, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to go back and forth with an ignorant motherfucker that never has seen both of them. See, don't talk unless you've seen both of them. And, see, you haven't seen both of them. I grew up with one, and, and, then, he, and then he wants to say, I saw Lamar. <laughs> Do you know what, Brandon? Do you know that your dick's bigger than mine until you see my dick? <laughs> Let that sit in, motherfucker. Let that sit in real quick with your dumb ass. You is slap dick pretty much. Why you much? calling me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> I mean, did you hear the ignorance coming out this motherfucker's mouth? I saw Lamar, but you never saw Jamil Holloway, homie. You've only seen your dick. You've never seen mine, motherfucker. So shut the fuck up. Like, it's the dumbest shit ever. Like, God damn, people say the dumbest shit. I, I don't understand. To be honest, Brandon, I'm going to be honest with you. Respectfully, if I disrespect you, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> But let me let me be real. Lamar Jackson's not going to the Super Bowl. 
Shut the fuck up. Again, let me break another thing down. Hey, Brandon, when I win the lotto Friday, keep the same energy. That is literally what you're saying. It's like unfucking believable. It's unfucking believable. It doesn't make sense to me. It's uh, unbelievable. Motherfuckers just say, say shit. I, I gotta be honest though. How hard is it to really think before you speak? How hard is it, humans? How hard is it out there to really think before you speak? And just say, you know what? I've never seen both players. How can I really comment and say some stupid shit like this? Maybe because I'm 20 years old and I know nothing. I know nothing. I bet you, Brandon, after you take a shit, your asshole is still dirty and shitty smelling. You know why? Because you're so fucking young, you don't even know how to clean your fucking ass. You don't even know how to wipe your motherfucking ass. But you're going to talk to me about fucking quarterbacks. <laughs> it's unbelievable, homie. If I don't know how the fucking stocks operate, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what fucking stocks to buy. Like, it don't make sense to me. Holy shit. Charles Thompson was cold too, Sean. But these guys don't even know who the fuck that is. They don't even know who it is. So, you know, you can't talk to ignorant motherfuckers that don't even know who the people we're talking about are. It makes no sense. But it is what it is. Um, moving on amicably in the show. Brandon's giving us a great few laughs here. Um, he is really comical and laughing. Let me let me break down um, this real quick before you understand. Make sure you head on over to CannabisCBD.com. Listen to this video. What up, the real coach JB for the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later pod. This show is brought to you by Canna Dips. Use the promo code COACHJB for 20% off Canna Dips at CannaDipsCBD.com. From the mountains of the beautiful Humboldt County, Right here in California, it's a product that is revolutionizing the dipping game. Canna Dips is a CBD product that is tobacco-free, nicotine-free, dip alternative. It is packed with long-lasting flavor that is neat, discreet, and easy to use. Comes in five core flavors, wintergreen, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice. What real man rubs lotions on their bodies or eats gummies? Hanging honkers of Canna Dips CBD liberates your manhood and allows you to chaw in the office and quit playing sneak a chew with the wife. Use the promo code COACHJB for 20% off at CannaDipsCBD.com. Tell them the real Coach JB sent you. Peace. Um, please got go on over to Canna Dips. Get you some Canna Dips. They're right here. These are fire, by the way. They're fire. You can get you a cold hat, too. Humboldt, California. Canna Dips. Hey, man, I like their product. I do. I'm going to dip some shit tonight, and, and, and I'm going to go out and film some Coach Chef JB shit later on. When the show ends, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke a cowboy steak for the first time. I'm going to smoke this bitch, and that'll be good film. Hopefully, it's good eating. Um, if you haven't seen this, take a peep at this shit that just happened. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. 
Okay, I don't know. Can I please, Lucy? Real shit, Lucy. Can anyone? Emmett Gooden, what up, Emmett? Did you listen to Jamal? Let me tell you something, Emmett. Emmett, what did you take out of that video right there? I took one thing out of that video. Josh, I took one thing out of that video. That bitch had ass. That bitch had ass, homie. All I give a fuck about. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that bitch had ass. I don't give a fuck about who she shot and or none of that shit. She had ass, and that's all I gave a fuck about, Lucy. She had ass, and I was like, damn, run after the car. I want to see the motherfucker bounce. Shit, fuck it. Come on, Josh. Ain't nobody trying to see a girl shoot a motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about that. Right, but she had ass. It was fake ass, though. I don't, I don't like a, I'm not a fake ass guy, dog. Fernie, I'm not a fake ass guy. I can't do the fake ass shit. I, I like real ass. I can't do the fake ass. I'm sorry. I, I heard an interesting stat, all right? A little segue, Lucy. Lucy likes my segues. Interesting stat. I guess there's a community out there now. We, we tag everybody a name. So BBL, I guess, is the fake booty club. What is that? What's BBL mean? Who in here knows? Somebody's going to spit it out to me in like five seconds. I already know. But BBL, I guess, is the fake booties and titties and fake lips and all that. What's BBL, TJ? Big booty what? Fake? I don't know. Either way, a stat came out, and everybody's talking about the Brazilian butt lift people, right? Do you realize that there's 1% of them motherfuckers that are getting married, though? The natural people, natural ass and titties, are the ones still getting married. The BBL people are not getting married, and I've seen a few people that are actually beauticians and they say, listen, everybody on TikTok, Instagram and all this is fine and well. Everybody thinks they're all great, doing great, but they're actually miserable. They're actually committing suicide. They're actually fucking miserable, gaining weight. And now they look like a fucking, uh, I don't know, BBC or whatever the fuck you call it. What's a big bitch? What's the big bitch is called? That's what they look like now. Just imagine a fake ass, fake lips, fake titties, and then you get so stressed out, you gain about 200 pounds. You will look like a fucking straight up Goodyear blimp around this motherfucker. You just might float the fuck off. So don't let your shit get out of hand if you got the BBL shit cracking. Just throwing that out there. Um, if you haven't seen BBW, there you go, MJ. BBW. Shit. Don't get don't be a BBW after you get a BBL. SMH LOL fucking whatever else fake shit you motherfuckers say. I can't stand those abbreviations and shit. Um uh, I gotta share something with you real quick, man, because this is becoming I'm so over it. Right there with Brittany Griner. This motherfucker right here. This video is actually, again, comical. I feel no sorrow for this motherfucker. This much. I feel this much sorrow. Sympathy. I have zero for any of these type of motherfuckers. Please listen to the mama when she asked a question. The main question she asked 
is the one that shall set all you fucking excuse-making defenders of the mental health people. It just sets you free when you hear the mom's question and the answer of this motherfucker. Please listen to the question and the answer that the mama drops because it'll tell you real quick that this motherfucker is simply a crackhead. LeBron used to play for the Celtics? No, he played in Cleveland. So you in 2K? Uh huh. What's your name? I'll tell you what. You're working hard, you know what I mean? If they can do it, you can do it. You watch them, then you put it, you do the same thing. So you didn't invest your money or nothing? Took care of all my family, made sure my family, they did kids, everyone went to college, you know what I mean? Had homes. And they don't do nothing for you. I stand on my own too, you know. Yeah, I don't uh, live for anything in return. <laughs> oh fuck, homie. Oh, uh, you didn't invest your money. <laughs> I stand on my own too, you know what I'm saying? Nobody will help me though. Again, you've become a homeless and you've exiled everybody. Even your mama that fucked LeBron James. Or, or, or was that you that fucked LeBron's mama? You can't even find LeBron's mama. So either your dick was no good and LeBron's mama don't even want to fuck with you. Or your own folks that you bought homes for, you can't go live in? But you want to claim mental health? All you excuse-making fucks out there? That motherfucking mama said, but you didn't invest no money? <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry not to be sorry, okay? I'm sorry that I'm not sorry, I guess, is the best way I could put it. I am sorry that I am not sorry. Because I know a hundred motherfuckers out there. I'd rather help Emmett fucking Gooden out in this room right here. I'd rather help Jamal Scott out. I'd rather help Carlos Thompson out. I'd rather help motherfuckers that are actually trying to do something than cry over spilled milk that this motherfucker feels. We feel sorry for this motherfucker because he had millions of dollars and became a crackhead. And you want to all use these fucking excuses how sorry you are that he's a fucking crackhead. He is a crackhead. He is not a mental health patient. Ice Cube just gave him another chance in the big three, and he could not stay sober long enough to make the roster. But you won't hear that story. See what I'm saying? They don't want to hear the real. You motherfuckers just want to make excuses for these motherfuckers. Mark Cuban gave him $100,000, and the motherfucker clucked it off. But remember, everyone was doing videos that he was back he was shooting in the gym and he looked great yeah because he had a hundred k he went and bought more dope you'll never see a crackhead not have enough money to buy him some crack let that sink in just keeping it real keeping it real oh unfucking believable man unfucking believable Anyway, um, bluetooth.com, promo code believe, B L E A V. If you need a stiff dick, because you got a limp one, head on over to bluetooth.com, use the promo code believe, B L E A V, get you fucking free shipping 
and let that blue little blue pill go to work. Bluechew.com, so you're not dragging ass, you're not limp-dicking around, and your woman doesn't think of going to get a side piece. Men, go get you some Bluetooth. Tell him that the slapdick himself sent you, and let's not be a slapdick and not use Bluetooth. Head on over to Bluetooth.com, get you some fucking Bluetooth in your system so you're not walking around like Delonte fucking West. Bluetooth.com. Tell him the real Coach JB sent you. Um, Order you some today. I'm going to get into... I'm going to get into some things real quick, okay? I got my top five players who are going to have great football seasons this year. I can't wait to post it on Twitter. I can't wait to see all the haters talk shit. Um, but I have five players who I'm going to say are going to absolutely ball out this year, okay? You've heard it here first, right here. Here's my top five players, Number one, Daniel Jones. I believe he's going to have the best season in his career. I believe he's going to have a great season compared to anyone else. I think Brian Dable is going to come in and and revamp his mindset with a structure and fundamentally sound offense that's going to give him some concrete security. Daniel Jones is going to fucking have a breakout year. I've been saying it all year long. That is what's going to happen. I'm telling you right now, Matt Ryan is going to have a resurgence. Matt Ryan is going to have a fucking great team around him. He is going to ball out. Watch how good Matt Ryan looks this year. Um, Russell Wilson, I told you, I think I have them going to the Super Bowl playing against the Rams. I think Russell Wilson is going to have his best season, um, at least since he was a youngster in Seattle. I think these guys are people to watch this year when when they ball the fuck out. You said you can say JB told us again. He's never been wrong. CD Lamb. I think CD Lamb's gonna have a breakout season. He's gonna be the guy. He's gonna ball the fuck out. He's gonna dominate. And uh, Davis Mills wrapping up my top five players that are gonna ball out this year. Davis Mills ended the ended the year last year great with a shitty ass organization, just like Daniel Jones has. Um, I think he is confident now in his ability to be able to participate in the National Football League. I think he has confidence. I know who he is from college. Davis Mills is going to ball out. You heard it right here first. So, um, I know I lost you, Eddie. I also lost you when I told you that cat is spelt C-A-T, motherfucker. So, I know I lost you because that is what it is. Um, we'll see what ha- we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Let's just wait and see, Eddie. We'll see. We'll see, homie. I'm telling you, Dak Prescott's shitty, dog. Romo has more playoff wins than fucking Dash Pre- Dak Prescott. So, just wait. Y'all hate on Daniel Jones. I'm telling you. All right, now let's let's hear your fucking. Let me hear Eddie's fucking take on this one. Here's top five players that I think is going to have a fucking horrible year. All right? You ready for this one, Eddie? Top five players who are going to have horrible seasons. Kyler Murray's going to have a fucking horrible season. You just wait and watch. Lamar Jackson's going to follow him with another shitty season. Mind you, all these motherfuckers, everyone thinks they deserve the bag, but yet to win a fucking playoff game. Mark Sanchez has more fucking playoff game wins than these motherfuckers. 
including Dak Prescott. Mark fucking Sanchez, Eddie. Derek Carr is going to have another shitty to average year. I believe Devontae Adams is going to have his worst NFL season. And I believe that humility is going to sit in. And then my fifth one is going to be Carson Wentz. We already know he's shitty. He's going to continue to be shitty. Um, It is what it is. Just watch. Watch this list right here. I'm going to keep this motherfucker in here, and I'm going to pull both of these lists up. When I think Trey Lance is going to be absolutely boo-boo. Trey Lance is garbage. Trey Lance is fucking garbage. And I, I, I just can't believe it. I hope Garoppolo goes to Seattle. And I hope Pete Carroll goes out with a bang. Beats Shanahan's ass and the Niners. And shows how the NFL is a different game than FCS. <laughs> I like Zach Wilson. I like Zach Wilson's mama too. I'm trying to get Zach Wilson's mama on the show. I've actually spoke to Zach Wilson's mama. Zach Wilson played for one of my best friends, Kalani Sataki, head coach of BYU. DJ, one of my former players, is at BYU coaching, GAing, and uh, I spoke to his mom, and I'm trying to get his mom on the show. I think it'll be a big time show, even though I'm not, you know, I can't really go right after her with all the sex scandal shit. But I, uh, I would like to get her on the show. And by, and mind you, Zach Wilson's throwing to my player, Calvin Jackson. So I have to root for him because if Calvin doesn't get the rock, then Zach's not doing well either. So let all that shit sink in, dog. Shit. Oh, I'm keeping the list, Eddie. Guarantee you I'm keeping the list, homie. Um, all right. So we've been already two hours in the show. Goddamn. I'm going to break down my fucking four quarterbacks today. All right. Um, I'm going to break down my foursome for the day, all right? Um, let's break down the... Hold on one second. It's Wildin' Wednesday with Wido, by the way. Work Boot Wednesday, Wildin' with Wido. Um, Wido's going to come in. Um, I'm going to break down my quarterbacks at the end of this segment. Um, I want to bring in the Wildin' with Wido episode of the show real quick. I want to have our debate because I'm hyped up. I'm going to put a dip in, get cracking with Wido. And, and we're going to talk about some, uh, I'm going to put in the Wild and Wido. Look at that, Wild and Wido in the backdrop right there. That's some good shit right there. Wido's going to call in. We're going to debate three questions that Wido has. And hopefully we can debate them, either argue or agree. We'll know how it goes. But it's a cool little segment. I like Wido coming on in, talking shit. And uh, I like Eddie, too, because Eddie, Eddie brings out the best in me because he always says some shit. That's crazy. But we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Um, let me try one of these dips. 
Let me try one of these can of dips. Head on over to can of dips, cbd.com, and get you some uh, little pouches. You know, I feel real feminine with these pouches, but, you know, I like I like the idea, dog. Can of dips is on to something. They're on to something. They might get me back dipping around this motherfucker, though. That's real shit. I miss dipping. Oh, here's the porno. Here's the porno. Uh, this motherfucker right here, dog. We block him every day. How many times does this guy create uh, a thing? That shit is crazy to me. Like, these, they're impressive to me. Love Chat XYZ, best adult dating site. Is that a real site? Can I go check it out? Damn. It's crazy. I might have to. Man, I might, I might, I'm, yeah, John Brewer, um, yeah, I just don't have enough time, man, like, me and Zach are talking, though, me and Zach may, um, we may do a coaching segment, and we're gonna try to push it and get it, get it on a big show. It's funny, all you guys know all the guys that have been fucking... I don't mind Brian Martinez. I, I don't know how to unblock him, though. So I can't I can't unblock him. Uh, I don't know how to do it. Um, but... He talks too much. I'm just saying. Yeah, I figured. It's, somebody's got the monopoly on that shit, dog. Somebody has a monopoly on that shit. Um, we're waiting for Wido to come in. Let me break down my first quarterback, all right? Um, while I wait for Wido, Wido comes in. I'll finish it up. Um, today, I'm going to discuss four quarterbacks, okay? And the first one's Aaron Rodgers, all right? Threw for 4,115 yards, 37 touchdowns, only four picks. He also ran for 101 yards and three touchdowns. He is the most skilled ball spinner of my generation without a doubt. He is a back-to-back MVP, but you know how I feel about MVPs. They are the popular vote guy, okay? Let's just be honest. They're the popular vote guy, okay? And it's ironic that Aaron Rodgers not only finished the season as the MVP back-to-back years, he also is the most popular guy, but he's also the best guy. It's very, very rare that that happened. Lamar Jackson got MVP because he was the popular vote guy. Okay? And, um, and so... Wido's having technical difficulties... So I'm going to send him another deal. Um, Aaron Rodgers is just simply the best quarterback there is, okay? Um, In my opinion, he's the best quarterback there is, and that's not debatable. And he is the best ball spinner there is. And this is the thing, though, that I'm going to break down here. And you know me, I keep it real. I don't care... I don't care if my opinion is popular or not, okay? I don't care. The issue I have with Aaron is 
I don't know if he has the it factor to win meaningful football games. That's just what it is. Oh, he's definitely the most talented ball spinner in my generation. No question about it. I don't question that. I question him. So this is how I look at shit. Um, This is how I question it. Helping Wido out here. Aaron Rodgers is very similar to Peyton Manning in my in my opinion. Okay? He is very similar to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning dominated the league for years, and he never could get over the proverbial hump on winning a championship. He couldn't beat Peyton uh, Man. He couldn't beat Tom Brady. He couldn't beat Eli. He couldn't beat his own brother. He couldn't get past any good quarterbacks with substance. Aaron Rodgers is very similar. A more talented ball spinner. I don't know if he's a better quarterback. Um. But Peyton finally got over his struggles, got him a couple rings, beat beat Manny, I mean beat uh, Brady. Well, Rodgers has the 49ers that he can't get over, and he just can't get over that hump and get his second ring. And so if he can get one more ring, he will be in the discussion as one of the greatest to ever do it, but I don't see it happening, and this is why. His team hasn't gotten better on offense. They, they haven't gotten better on offense. They got better on defense this year. But Aaron hasn't got better on offense. I think that... I think that the Green Bay management has failed one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Aaron Rodgers um, by not getting him better talent. Um, so I don't know why they refuse to get him receivers. I've never seen anything like it. Um, I don't know why they refuse to get the dude wideouts. People don't realize how great Aaron Rodgers is. Lazard, Van Scantling. Look at the receivers he's made good. <laughs> um, it makes no sense. But Baccarati or whatever his name is, their best left tackle, he's out again. He got hurt again. So... They're fucked, man. They are fucked. They have no primary wide receiver. They have a good running back or a good running game, two good running backs. They have a great defense, and they have Aaron Rodgers. How good can Aaron Rodgers really be with a bunch of average fucking Joe wideouts? I don't know. I don't know how good he really is. I I know how good he really is. He's made those shitty receivers very good, but... I don't see Aaron Rodgers winning a second ring. Um, his team's gotten better, you know, on defense, but not offense. They have yet to replace Adams. They have yet to replace Adams. And I think he struggles to get a playoff win this year. That's just my opinion. Uh, Wilder with Wido. Wido's finally made it in. Um, what up, dog? You good? What up? Coach, man, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to get you on the desktop like normal, but. Shit is just unloading, so I'll just be on here for the meantime. Hopefully, I'm I'm clear. You can hear me. Oh, okay, okay, got you. Um, why it's just not working? I, like I can get on my own own stuff, but the link just it just keeps la- lagging. So I'll give it a few minutes. Maybe it'll get on. I'm gonna keep trying, but I just don't know what the 
fuck it is. Huh. I'm going to take the blame. I need to get better. I'm going to make it happen. No doubt. Hey, um, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, you like him? Love him. On the field. Love him on the field. You don't like him off the field? Uh, I'm not a fan of the nonchalant guys. He's very nonchalant, which is cool. But then he, I don't know. I just not a real big fan off the field. Uh, love his game, though. Love how he fucking spins the ball. But never been a huge, huge Aaron Rodgers guy, in my opinion. You like Kyrie Irving on the court? Love him on the court. You like him off? Strictly his game. Don't like him off the court. Shut up. Stop playing. Get the playing. Hey, hey I'm just making a point because at least you're, you're you're the same with both. That's just how it is. That, I mean, that's how it is. I don't really I don't follow Aaron Rodgers on anything, so I don't really know what he does off the field. Um, I just like people always judge Kobe Bryant because he got accused of a rape charge, and then the second time they judged him was, oh, it's Kobe's fault. Shaq left. How do you know? Were you there? This is my thing. Like people don't realize Kobe Bryant is judged more harshly for shit. He did off the court than he's ever been judged on the court for. And that's why, in my opinion, to this day, he doesn't get the same love as a LeBron or some of these guys that he's actually better than. And it blows my mind. People really want to be so involved in someone they've never met that they really vote against them when they don't know anything about them. And Kobe Bryant... I, it's not my spot to judge him for how he was with with Shaq. Like, and yeah. by the way, when I really look into it deeper, Shaq fucked off his relationship with Penny Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, fucking LeBron James. Shaq has fucked off his fucking relationship with every superstar he's ever played with. And eventually, dog, why though? I got to start stacking up shit like this. I got to start stacking up. The books start to stack up. And I'm yep, starting to yep. say, damn, dog, shit's starting to stack up here. Why are we so against Kobe? But but Shaq's had a problem with every superstar he's ever played with. Exactly. That's and guess what, Wido? I never knew Kobe. I didn't kick it with him. I got to be in the club with him twice when he was a youngster at 17. First got drafted. He was at a big-time club that I used to go to. I, I never not, I never fucking I, – I saw him at, at UCLA one time playing. I never – judged him for anything off the court because I don't know him. I didn't know him. I didn't want to know him. And my thing was I judged him for being the best basketball player in the fucking world. That's all I cared about. I don't know. It's not my spot. I'm not the I'm not the judge. I'm not the jury. I'm not the lawyers. I'm not the fans that swing from everyone's nuts and, and love Shaq more than him and, and, and all that. So that's how my, I just want to break that down because people harshly judge Aaron Rodgers. See, yes. I, 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 I talk shit about Kyrie Irving because he's a shitbird on and off the court. And even though he's a player, even though he's a great player, I've never heard of any issues with Aaron Rodgers as a player. But I have heard of, Aaron, of, of Kyrie Irving having major problems as a player. Yeah, so, and you got to th- what I think about is like the Kobe's and Aaron have hate because they're so good from the Chicago guys, from Boston guys. You know, he's, they're so good that you almost got to hate them for what they've done to you. All the off-the-court shit is just literally hating. You're lame. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so we wilding with Wido, man. Wido got to have some questions for me, and we're going to debate them. And uh, 
You got another thing coming in too. Maybe that one works. Hey, hey hopefully that one's gonna be real. That, that's the desktop. So if that's on, then. Maybe it don't work. I don't know. Anyway, um, I don't know what's going on with StreamYard. I don't know if it's my deal or their deal or what deal. I have no idea. But uh, people judge Aaron Rodgers for everything other than what he can do on the field. Aaron Rodgers does shit on the field better than everybody else. So, is this your uh, desktop? So can you hear me right now on desktop or no? Yep. Okay, can you see me? Yep. Okay, perfect. As long as you can see me, then I, I just my shit's lagging. But if you got me clear, I'm I'm good. Fuck them. We ball. No, I'm good. I see you. Um, so thank you, Coach JB. It's my bad because it's officially Wildin' with Wado episode three. Real talk banner with Coach JB. I'm about to pull me a glass, slap dick on the rocks, and if I'm really feeling wild, boy, take me a shot. From Cali to Florida, mountain lions and gators, Wido and JB hate me now, love me later. Oh shit, that's right. Why don't Welcome be spitting the over there, dog? What's cracking? I gotta make that over. A, I gotta make that over a track. I gotta get a beat made for that shit. We gotta do a song, dog. I got. You hear me? Wido, internet's tripping. Nurse Court, what up? I can't hear shit, Coach. You don't hear me? I'm tweaking. I can't hear nothing. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I see you clear. You don't hear me? Oh, this shit's awful. I'm just going to go back to the other thing. This is uh, this is unreal. Um, Wido having technical difficulties. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, Coach. Loud and clear. I'm going to just stay on the phone because I can't trust that bullshit. Good Lord. Um, Cameron, who's producing? Steve? Cameron, is it Ooh. Steve Tyrogene? Yeah, I've been talking to Steve. Um, I know he's producing. Who else are you talking about? Um, Wido, so what up? We're in Wilding with Wido, man. After some technical difficulties, we're back in. Wido's going to spit some questions at me, and we're going to chop it up with him and debate him. And I'll agree or disagree, and I'll tell you why or or why either way. So, Wido's going to ask the questions today. I'm going to fucking answer them, or, and then it is what it is. So, this, is, this show is now sponsored by Boost Mobile. You can go get you some Boost Mobile with Wido in Florida at Walmart. Peace. Uh, I'm just fucking with you. It's not Boost Mobile. It's not a sponsor. I was just fucking with Wido. Um, be, though. God damn. I know. Um... All right, spit them at me, dog. First one, Coach, in my opinion, I want to see if you agree. Um, I think we've all gotten soft in terms of the sports. We're going to go football and basketball. I believe football players, the NFL has gotten soft because of the rule changes, because of the calls, the referees changes, not so much the players. We still got dogs. NBA, I feel the players themselves have gotten softer, what they're doing. Sure, we got more hand check calls, but – it's a, a clear sign of players being soft. Would you agree there? I don't agree with we having dogs. I don't think we have dogs in football or basketball or in life, period. I don't think we have the same mentality. I think the younger crew of cats um, in the football world or basketball, I think we're all soft. And 
Now, I could attest it to some refereeing things. This is the thing I have with the refs. The refs do not, they've never, half of them haven't played, and the ones that did haven't played at that level, and they're not the athlete that they're seeing play. So, having said that, without them actually experimenting and doing the things that the players are doing at the speeds they're doing them at, they cannot seriously be, they shouldn't have the ability to throw motherfuckers out for targeting, for these fucking late hits, all this shit that they just can't answer themselves. They shouldn't have the ability to throw a cat out. And that's where I think the refs are fucked at, and that's where I think the system has failed. But I believe we're softer, and I don't believe anyone really cares because if they really cared about getting back to being violent, they would appeal it and attest, and they would protest it every day. And the players don't. You saw the walk? Did you see the walkthrough Pro Bowl? Oh yeah, <clears throat> so definitely saw that. Think about that, dog. Think about that shit. Like the Pro Bowl was in pads, I, and it was a walkthrough. I but mean, I still feel during the regular season, I still feel there was some dogs. Like in Atlanta, we don't got much, but you see Roddy White on my back. But guys like Keanu, Keanu Neal, guys, I still feel like there are some head hitters, guys that want to bring the pain, but they know they can't. The rules have changed, you know, so it's almost hard for them. The Luke Kuechly's, the Clay Matthews, like it's not been that far. Cam Chancellor's, those are dogs in my opinion. Maybe you don't, but I just feel the rules have limited them. To where they can't be. Well, there. And it, I feel it, like they I, I agree. I agree to that portion of it, no doubt. I agree to that part of it. There's no doubt. But yeah, I think the players are complacent and, and perfectly fine with it too, because gotcha. and that's my part part of that saying that I don't believe they're they're even close to being as mentally strong as we were, and they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. Like I seriously think Ronnie Lott would have quit playing football. If it was like this right now, Palomalu, you know, I think a lot of those guys. Yes, they would have quit playing football. That's the difference, um, Josh. In my opinion, that's the difference between the players now and the players then. I think our guys would have actually quit and said, "Fuck you! If you want me to play, we're gonna play fucking real football, or we're not playing." And that's what yeah. I think is is actually missing because the bags are so big now. People are getting this money. And they really don't give a fuck about nothing else. My second one, Coach, you know, I just got to stay on my Falcons. I'm proud of Julio. Glad to see him go. Now, I think he might, as long as he's healthy. If he's not healthy, it is what it is. But if healthy, I know you said he wasn't going to expect much from him. But Tom Brady's getting a Julio Jones, who's the dog, who's quiet, very humble, doesn't need touchdowns. Fantasy guys hate him because he doesn't mind not getting touchdowns. He's a big threat. He's a defensive. You maybe have to worry about him. Why do you not think he will have a big season if healthy with a guy like Tom Brady? He's not a he's not a top stretch. He's not a guy to take the roof off no more. He so having said that, they can play a lot of zone coverage on a guy like this. Now this is football coaching. Now is coming from me on this part of it, but you can play zone coverage on Julio's side, which fucks with Tom Brady, by the way, and you can get to him with front four pressure without blitzing anybody extra. And now you play zone on Julio's side because he's slow now. He's not the same guy. And then you man up the side of the pressure on Evans or if God Godwin comes back. No Gronk as a release valve. You have Fournette, but he's really not 
going to be the guy to get it out quick, even though he had a lot of receptions last year. He's a safety valve type of guy after progression. He's not a first or second guy uh, read. So let me say that. Um, I believe Julio's just going to be another big slow body out there that's actually going to get in the way of uh, – of getting Godwin and Evans the ball. And it's only going to make it a much more complex locker room in that wide-out room or wide-out locker room. See, like, I think that is his benefit. Julio coming into your locker room day one, you've improved. you got a guy who's been there. Five years ago, he was the best receiver in the league, bar none. So I think he adds that. You know, he's not the A-B that's going to make a fool. He's going to be quiet, link with Godwin, elevate him. Evans, elevate him. So maybe I'm not even referencing his play. But his impact, I think, will be major. Could be. I think he's a great guy. I think everybody knows. That everyone's talked good things about him his whole career. Um, I That could be a thing. But when you have Tom Brady, it's not much more you can do to impact the locker room. Yeah. So even though this is the NFL, it's not junior high or high school. So the difference is Tom Brady's in that locker room. And he has the most rings of anybody. He already won one in that locker room. He yep. is basically going to be the glue with Bruce Arians gone. The issue that I have is I don't believe Tom Brady has a guy to question him now with Bruce Arians gone, and I think that is where they're going to struggle. I think that is where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to fall this year and not have a great year. And last one, Coach. I threw this one on quick just because of what you've been talking about. Now, I like Dennis Robin. I'm a big – you see the goat behind me. I'm a big Bulls guy. But sometimes when we talk about certain guys, I just – can't pull the trigger LeBron's a main one now how I don't agree with how do you not think he would be a baller back then if Carl Malone averaged 37 the 98 finals when they won and averaged 25 on Rodman because if you're gonna tell me Carl Malone could score much easier and better than LeBron can I just wouldn't agree I might not have seen Carl Malone as much as you coach but that fact alone lets me know big body will win I would actually argue Carl Malone's probably was a better scorer than LeBron. He could do so. Let me let me let me, break, let me slow down. Let me just explain yeah. it before I know everybody just heard that. It's like, <laughs> first of all, LeBron has no skill set even close to Carl Malone. Carl Malone had way better post moves. He had a probably the best jump shot of any power forward that ever has played in the NBA, and. He had John Stockton to do everything LeBron does as a little white guy, right? So he can get the ball, play off of off of Stockton, and they also had some other good guys on that team. But anyway, Carl um, Malone was a, I mean, dog, almost guaranteed fucking not a knockdown shooter, mid-range-wise. Yeah. LeBron has not a fucking mid-range shot in his arsenal. So... We're just talking about LeBron. Let's be honest. LeBron is hit or miss with a jump shot. He's going to fucking hit an occasional shot, but he's not a guy like Carl Malone where you're guaranteeing this motherfucker's knocking that bitch down. It's not even close. LeBron is a freak of nature athlete, and that is what I believe Rodman was referring to. And I believe he said when you are freak of natures, which they also faced in the day with with people like Jordan and fucking. Uh, Dr. J and all these different guys that came through the deal. Dominique Wilkins. These guys were Dominique Wilkins was a guy that was built like LeBron James, by the way, who could jump out the fucking gym too. People don't, people always fucking don't want to mention that shit. But anyway, I believe he referred to as just a freight train of a guy like a Shaq because he had to guard Shaq. Rodman had to guard Shaq when he was a youngster. So a freight train of a guy he referred to as, I think we would figure him out 
on a team that we had as far as Pippen. We could we could burn fouls with Luke Longley and fucking uh fucking uh Winnington who they had, horrible centers Jordan had playing with him. But those were fucking guys that were burned out. They those were guys to use on people like a LeBron. So that's what I think Robin was referring to when he said Pippen is already going to fuck with him and slow him down before he ever gets to me. That is what I think he meant by saying we had a great team defense, which they did. Um, I, I agree. I mean, just, LeBron's a freak. I, no question about it. Like I, I agree. He is the most but, dominant freak of nature since Shaq, in my opinion. But the freak then, Coach, I don't know, because freak to me sounds like a Giannis. You're just that big. Giannis is a freak. You're just that. He's not very skilled. You're just that big. Now you're shooting. Okay, but LeBron, Coach has the best IQ since he's gotten in. Every, every year besides his first year, he's averaged 25. And then we like to say he can't score. He's a great scorer if you look at it like that. 2020, he led the league in assists. Last year, averaged 30. So this guy is not just a freak. You know what I'm saying? He was at first, but then he literally became. He's never had the postgame of Kobe. If he had that, he'd be the greatest player of all time. That's Jordan. But I truly believe LeBron is the best basketball player we've ever seen created in terms of what he can do. But greatest is who did it the best because not everyone can be like Jordan and Kobe. No. Nah. But if you want to be a great basketball player, you try to be like LeBron. That's just my take. But. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. He has no left hand. He can't shoot. He can't. He's unwilling to take the tough shot at the end of the game when it matters. They just had a stat. Kobe's the all-time leading shot maker under 10 seconds left in a game, and he's hit the most clutch shots of all time under 10 seconds. LeBron's had one in the Orlando playoff yeah. series where he banked the three in. He banked no, he it in. he had one against the uh, Warriors with the Heat. Two back-to-back threes, one second, point one seconds to go. You know what I mean? And I bet Kobe has the most misses as well, as does Jordan. Oh, he might. So, so is Jordan. Give- so does Jordan. So, yep. I mean, I just don't see the skill set. Just like in Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal was the most dominant big man we've ever seen. But he is not a skillful player. He had no left. He couldn't shoot anything. Akeem Olajuwon was the most skilled center I think I've seen. And he's really a power forward at 6'10". Patrick Ewing, right. I, I would say, he's one of the most skilled big men of all time. Um, we've seen a lot of different big men that I think are dominant, uh, much skilled, Yao much Ming more skilled good, than Shaq. Yao Ming was underrated. Yao Ming was very skilled, but the problem is, um, Shaq was just the most dominant. Like that's just what it was. It doesn't matter who he played against. He was going to be few. He was going to fucking, and Shaq was a very, very underrated passer for a big man. And he was a freak athlete, right? Shaq used to fuck around and dribble the ball up the court and fucking do all this crazy shit. Shaq, uh, LeBron reminds me of a, of a Shaq who is just a power forward type of guy. Um, he's he see Giannis thing to me. Giannis to me even has more skill than 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 Kobe. I mean, I mean not Kobe than LeBron when it comes to oh, no way jumper. No way, His jumper is getting better, dog. Giannis had no his way. best shooting year this year, so. Giannis's shot's getting better, dog. His shot is definitely getting better. And if his shot continues to grow, I mean, coach, when you when you watch him on them Lakers, when he or actually Cavs still, when he makes the pass, he fakes it here and he throws it that way. I mean, that is some serious skill that he's on a different level. And I feel like he almost has to dumb himself down when he plays with the the you know the Reeves of the world. Sometimes he's Lakers, he's with, but he's very skilled, coach. He just is so big. 
It's like, damn. And I agree with Emmett. Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, he was a different forward than a, than a, than a Carl Malone. Carl Malone was more of a shooting forward. Tim Duncan was a was more of a player that played his back to the basket, um, like Shaq did, but he was a power forward. He was more of an Olajuwon type of player, in my opinion. He was very skilled. I love, I, I love Tim Duncan, but I want to put Tim Duncan in the dominant sentence of a LeBron, of a Shaq, of a. Of a, of a most dominant player. I think he was a very skillful power forward and had a lot of great runs. He, he did win five championships in, in yep. a era of Shaq and Kobe. So you got to yep. give it up to him. Um, and Braun. Yeah. Braun was younger, but yeah. And the heat. yeah, no doubt. And so, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I, I didn't say LeBron isn't talented. I said LeBron isn't skilled. Cardi G. I mean, shut the fuck up. Talented and skilled is completely different things. So Shaq and is I'm a freaking agent. with you. I just, I'm trying to point out all the other pluses to make, because he's definitely not skilled. You'll see him lose the ball. You see his simple ass moves. Oh, yeah. he, the coach knows what he's talking about. He's yeah. not fancy. He's definitely not skilled, but he just gets it done. No, he does. He yep. gets it done. He wins with teams that he shouldn't win with. So that's the ultimate judge of a guy. I think he's won everywhere. He even won in the bubble here after the Lakers were shitty. He won in Cleveland twice, basically. He went to eight finals in a row. I don't care what league you're in. It's hard to do, right? Never been yeah. done before. So I, LeBron is, 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 is a, is a one-of-one type of dude, no doubt about it. I just don't think... Um, I, I do think he would have struggled against the Detroit teams of the back in the day, the Boston teams, and the Bulls teams. I think he would have struggled because this is the thing. If LeBron could shoot like a Kobe at least or somebody like that, I would say LeBron could play in any era. I know yep. you think he could play in any era. I think Kobe can play in any era because the difference is he had nuts and guts. I, I think LeBron has nuts and guts. I don't think he's going to turn down none. But what, I'm, what I don't think is he, he, he's not guaranteed at the free throw line. He's not guaranteed nope. to hit a free throw after he gets butchered. And there is no butchery no more. He would have got butchered back in the day because his game is so limited to driving to the rack and not being able to shoot a pull-up jumper or a three. That would have hurt him, in my opinion. I think he could have collapsed on LeBron a lot easier than you could have on a Kobe or, or anyone like that. And I think LeBron would have been sent to the free throw line because he was so such a freak of nature. He would have still got yeah. fouled and went to the free throw line. He would have had to have made a killing at the free throw line in order for me to say he could have played back then. That's where I think Rodman's correct. And, hey, we're going to collapse on this motherfucker, force him to go left, and shoot a jumper. And I, I, I agree with him about KD, too. I think LeBron, Kobe used to tell him, I'm making you go left. And nobody would make KD go left. Yep. And if you ever hear Pippen, who's one of the greatest defenders in our era, talk about defending James Harden, he goes, why has nobody made him go right? It's unbelievable to me. He goes, that is what would have been guaranteed we would have made Harden go right. And how is a right-hand guy going to shoot with his left if you're forcing him right? You're going to have a major problem. And, and Pippen's right. And I think that those guys that only depend on either driving or shooting the three, which this league is 90% of now with the Stephs, the Hardens, all these shooters. This is what the game is, too. It's not just that it's all these shooters. It's the game. The game is a three-point game now. Um, 
And as a player, I can say when you, when you see all the time, I used to do it. Everyone knows, but when you're just sitting down, you got your hands out, you're just in front of them. You're just playing defense, looking pretty. Real defense isn't pretty. What Pat Beverly does is not. I lost you. Your voice. There you go. Okay, yeah. So, like, Pat Beverly's defense, Tony Allen's defense was not pretty, but that's serious defense. I'm causing you to take a hard shot, something you weren't expecting. I'm forcing you this way. So, every time you see somebody just in front of them shifting, they're just playing defense, trying not to get beat. But if you're a real defender, you don't mind getting beat, getting dunked on, because that's what it takes to put them in a bad spot. So, we've lost that, Coach. Nah, I agree. I agree. I the game's different. It's hard to judge and, 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 and make these assumptions now because they're all assumptions. Draymond Green's talking about don't compare eras. So what you can do is compare the era that you played in. Jordan dominated was the goat of his era. I think Kobe was the goat of his. I think Kareem was the goat of his. And I think you can break down the goat, the eras in the goat. This one is debatable unless LeBron can beat Steph another time. I believe it's going to be a debatable GOAT era. Is it going to be Steph or LeBron? And You'll never touch LeBron's status. It depends on how, how long of a turn. If you're only looking at, you know, Laker LeBron, then maybe. But. No, I'm just saying if – if if because if, uh, LeBron has to – how many rings does he have? Four. And Steph has? Uh, four now. Yep. And that's the thing but about it. But it's different kind of rings. You know what I mean? Definitely different kind of rings. Different kind of scenarios. I mean. This is where I put. I, first of all, I don't think Steph's even in the top ten. I don't think a guy no that, he can, that plays the way he does can ever be put in a top ten. I don't no believe way. Steph wins anything without Green. He couldn't win a game by himself, which to me does not put him in. He's not any type of GOAT if you can't win by yourself without a guy that's as a role-playing type of guy like Draymond Green was when they were up 3-1. All you had to do was get one win, dog. If you're the GOAT, you should be able to get one win. Now He's a liability on defense. And he doesn't play defense. So I'm never going to put Steph in that deal. But having said that, Steph has played on one team, and that gives me – I give him a lot of fucking credit for that. And just like Kobe, just like Bird, just like Magic, the guys that played on one team, I give so much kudos to over a guy that chases the rings, chases the teams like the KDs, LeBrons, all these other guys. Even I even give Wade more credit um, that he stayed with Miami as long as he did. So, like, it's just – it's just one of those deals. I, I just give Steph a lot of credit for staying in one place, and I and I and I give credit to those guys over guys that chase it and try to just throw shit at the wall, see if it sticks, and hopefully they hit this team that's pay dirt and that has this great group of three or four guys. Golden State's actually had four fucking guys when he was there, and so uh, so I don't know. That's just how I I look at it, and you know, and he's had he's had monsters off the bench pretty much every year too. Them old Warrior teams were. St- that's off the fucking bench. People don't forget that. You know what I'm saying? So, but he's definitely up there, coach. But LeBron is is goat goat status with the nah, Kobe's, no MJ's, and not many other people. Maybe Kareem and Magic, but Steph, not yet, my brother. Nah, I hear you on that. Hey, man, it's always good. I appreciate you. Next week will be great when I'll have some questions for you too. And uh, I'll be better next week with the service. We back on Verizon. No worries. Ah, uh, all right. I'll, I'll holler at you later on. All right, Chad. Love Peace. everybody. Uh, 
Well, look, I'm going to get back to my other quarterbacks tomorrow. I got Joe Burrow tomorrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Matthew Stafford. I'm going to break those three more down tomorrow. Plus, I will add a quarterback to it to make four since I just discussed Aaron Rodgers. But um, other than that, make sure you head on over to betonline.ag, bluetooth.com, get your dick right, and check out canadipscbd.com. It's been a pleasure. I will see you manana. Actually, tomorrow I may not be here. Um, I will be at the Los Angeles Chargers practice. Um, I will be showing you some videos from practice. So I will be there with Braden Fajoko and a couple other ones, and I'll be at practice uh, watching them, and I might be able to get back for the show. I will keep you updated. I'll definitely be back Friday, though. But, uh... Appreciate everybody. I'll see you guys tomorrow. If not, I'll see you Friday. Appreciate everybody. And uh, see you tomorrow. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm in my mode. Ready to transform you in the I hate a storm. Hell, Mary's, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we've been defying. Rising. What's the cost to be the boss?